are tuned into Wake Up 916 with your girl, Ruthie 916. And today in the house, I have Mario as usual. Yeah. <laughs> and I have Abraham. Yes, sir. Abraham is a well-known barber in West Sacramento. If you don't know, now you know. And then I have Kalia. Hi. How do we know you, Kalia? We met at um, Stay Fed's Woman Empowerment um, Workshop. Yeah. What, what was the state fed, uh, state fed workshop about? Um, oh, it was about um, having a voice, you know, all women in the community coming together, sharing their story, right. being vulnerable. Women empowerment. Yes. And That's awesome. I, yeah, and then I met Abraham because he used to work at the barbershop that I used to take my boys to. Yeah. But none of you guys would know that because you really don't know that much, that much <laughs> about me. So today I decided to bring everybody in just so that they can ask me questions because it's hard for me to open up about where I'm from or where I came from or who I am or or my private life without actually having those who um, those who mean something to me, those who help me be myself with my guard down to bring that out of me. So I'm going to go ahead and just send it over to these really cool cats and let them let them ask away. Well, I don't, I don't I don't I don't I don't know you too personally. I mean, it was just at the barbershop, you know? You just walk in, you, you, your kids are getting haircuts. It's Ruthie. It's 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 and these it, it my was, children. Yeah, and, and her and children and her children. No, but they, hey, he at the barber barbershop. thought they were my brother and sister. <laughs> oh, yeah, at first I thought. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I, was, I used to tell the guy next to me like, "Hey, dude, hey. What's up with the older sister? Let's not say <laughs> Let's not see the guy next to me. Let's call him out. Like, we, we, you said Rico, who Rico. also owns a barbershop called... Um, top Rank. Top Rank Barbershop. If you guys on are here. East Street. Yep. In here, Midtown. Here, yep. Here, here in Midtown. And uh, shout out my boy Rico, man. He's doing it. Yeah. His barbershop is popping. It's on and popping. And you can, just be, you can just be waiting. There's a bar upstairs. Oh, Go yeah. grab a drink. I'm, I'm I'm sold, huh? <laughs> Mario's like, oh yeah, I'm there. He's like, <laughs> he's like, drink. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little too old now to get haircuts. Anyways, I'm oh. old, you know? so yeah. No, the only thing to get a haircut is uh, the beard, bro. The beard, hey, 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 and hey. other places. <laughs> Santo. Yeah. Santo. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know Ruthie too personally, but like, dude, her personality is awesome. So, oh, you guys are the best. Yeah, she was, she was, You're the best, Abraham. She's cool. She's cool. Yeah, she, she, she gets, she gets, she gets a uh, a minus. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I'll settle for a minus. No one can reach perfection. I feel like we're all getting to perfection every day. So, I give you an a plus. Because, you mean a plus? Yes, because like I, um, I shared a post about you before. Remember, and yeah. I said that your personality lights up the room. Aww. Yeah, Aww. that's my boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's get started with the interview. Unless you have something nice to say, Mario, but you ain't never got nothing nice to say. I like your shoes. Hey, look, listen. (laughs) I I like your shoes. I don't say nice things, but I do nice things. True. So facts. Yeah. Facts. We'll just end it at that. Bye, people. (laughs) Just playing. I'm just playing. Nah, Ruthie's cool. She's a very um, encouraging person. You know what I mean? Pushes you to do. You know, to bring out the best in you. So, you know what I mean? Do it. So, yeah, you know, definitely kudos to that. You know what I'm saying? So, I appreciate no judgments. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the encouragement. I definitely appreciate the corrective criticisms. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Had enough. <laughs> okay. So, what, what are you up to? Start crying, what, 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 yeah, yeah, what are you up to? Nowadays? I want to thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you up to nowadays, Ruthie? What are you up to? Um, I, oh, wow. Okay. I, had a drink, I had a drink with you the other day. You were you talking did. about, um, you're talking about, hey, you're trying to get into Lowrider magazine. 
Not trying, bro. Oh, you're in. Yeah. You're in it. Yeah, like, correction, correction. Well, what's up, man? Okay, so wait, it's talk about that. Talk about that. Since, since eight, 1983. I saw, <laughs> I saw, hey, yeah, I saw, I saw your post. Damn. Okay, first of all, first Rookie of all. Rookie don't age is what oh, I said. That's what I told. It's what I told myself. I told myself, damn. That's Ruthie 10 years ago? Shit, bro. That's good genetics. That's called, nah, that's just called Photoshop, bro. That's eating bananas. That's called Photoshop stop, every day. That's called softening the skin. That's potassium. <laughs> Editing the wrinkles. No, so what's <laughs> no, good no, with no. me right now? I am currently uh, partnering up with my business partner, George, and we are starting a, a, a gym fitness or a gym fitness center, and it's going to be catered more towards um balance endurance stability flexibility and try to encourage people um to reach their full potential and help build their confidence and help motivate them for the remainder of the day and that's only one of your projects while building right while building helping them build their their body to their goals um, I'm I'm working with that, going to school to get my certificate because if anybody knows Cause me. Because she a hustler? No, if anybody knows she, me, uh, I always quit at everything once I get down to like the certificates and degrees. I'm like, I don't really need it. I'm out. Um, yeah. Not cycling anymore. I miss cycling with my cycling friend over here. Who? You. But he's been way too busy hey, with his new celebrity. This new celebrity that he has in his life, which we would keep we her in Hey, look, listen. Look, we're not going to put my, my What my song are you singing? What song are you, you singing? You are not going to put my entanglements on, on the... Exactly. On the because you don't know my name. Wow. <laughs> Wait, isn't that Alicia Keys? Alicia Keys. <laughs> hey, beautiful woman, beautiful soul. Yeah, I love her. Beautiful music. Beautiful oh, body. Yeah, beautiful yeah. body, too. I like her face more than anything else. Hey, her, her yeah, face. her personality. Yeah. Yeah. I, what was she like a person? I never even interviewed her or anything. I interviewed her. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, chilled and humble, yeah. though. Well, she's... you know, last time I ran into her, right? Like... <laughs> that's, that, that's time I wrote to her. And it was on YouTube when she did that one interview. <laughs> no, but hey, that, that track. I don't, I don't know what she was thinking, but damn, that was the one. She was in love. You don't know my baby. Abraham felt that. Yeah, he was. It's baby, 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 baby. 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 It's okay. Yeah. So what's up, Ruthie? What, what, what other projects you got going on? Um. Okay. So I had that. I have this podcast going on, and that's this, yeah, much, this is one of this, this is another pretty, one. This is pretty much about it. I feel like my two priorities right now is is encouraging people at the gym, and encouraging people through the podcast. Encouraging the energy, man. But, just just distributing that energy, huh? Yeah, yeah. God, I feel the energy right now. Uh, like, dude, she's right next to me. I feel this. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like just gravitating. Like the, the good, energy, the energy good, is heavy with her. She's about to open seven barbershops today. <laughs> Real talk. Right? Yeah. Barbershop one, barbershop two. two. Barbershop seven and a half. Yeah. Car wash and a barbershop. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, that's pretty much about all that I have on my agenda. I mean, I'm getting offers to do uh, photo shoots here and there, but those are just byproducts of what's coming out of the gym and what's coming out of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, like yeah. that. I, like, I like your word phrase, byproducts. Right, they're byproducts. They're just, they, they come along with, with what I'm doing already. Hey, break it down for people that don't know what a byproduct is. Though. It's something that, that, um, that, uh, is birth from something else. Let's just say that. Yeah, like the mama, like the take, mama. My mama is the gym and the podcast, and so my children would be the modeling and and the um, hosting and whatever else I I get the privilege to the, do. It's the tree, but the avocados that it brings from it. Yeah. You got so poetic you know, on yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> he looked deep. up and everything. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> That's deep. He it's called like, to the spirits yeah. on that one. It came down. I seen you, it. You take a cow, you get <laughs> cheese, milk, yogurt, 
Byproduct. But if you make the cow happy, if you make the cow happy, then it would give you good cheese. Good cheese. <laughs> oh man, I, I apologize to all the vegans. But, oh, <laughs> I apologize right. to all the yeah, vegans. Yeah, yeah. You bring, you bring, you bring the green, uh-huh. and you get the blue out of it. There you go and again. The blue moon. Hey, blue, that's tight. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. You know, byproducts. Super dope. That's tight. That's tight. Hey, Ruthie. Um, that's awesome, man. You're, you're, you're on your purpose right now. You're on your purpose. You're extremely on your purpose. You're, you're just tuned in. I can see it. Oh, thank you. I'm you are freaking in, huh? tuned in. And right now, it's just, it's just, you're just chilling right now, huh? You're just, you're just on a podcast, just chilling. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's, it's, it's like, it's like a, a free element. time. Free, free time mm-hmm. is never downtime unless you're doing something yeah. with your time. You get Dang, what I'm saying? There you go again. Yep. Pastora Abraham. Hey, he got hella sound bites. His, so. huh? <laughs> his, his name ain't Abraham for no reason. Hey, eight minutes in, sound bites don't, galore. Don't, 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 don't make me walk in here with a little stick and make the water go this way and that way. Boy, don't make me get the beers go this way and that way. Nah, come on, man. Speaking, come on. All right, all right, all right. That's speaking enough of, of that. That's enough speaking of that. Speaking of beer today, our beer choice was Modelos. But Abraham had to be different. He got himself a it wasn't, blue moon. I just got confused. I just got confused at the liquor store. I'm telling I you. thought you were just feeling blue. No, I got confused. Cause I just, you, Cause you go to the liquor store. I'm telling you, everybody, everybody know what I'm talking about. You go to the liquor store and you see all these selections. But I'm like, I'm like, dude, you look, you look, uh, you look at 11 o'clock. There's that one. You look at fucking nine o'clock. There's that one. You look at four o'clock. There's that one. You look at fucking, uh, uh, what is it over here? Four, four thirty, four thirty-eight. Not even. That's six o'clock right there. Six, oh, six o'clock is down there. <laughs> there ain't nothing at six o'clock. In my shoes. <laughs> four thirty-eight over there. There's, there's that one. Yeah. And I was you like, can't take it I was like, I was like, I just got confused. I was like, damn. All right, so, so, all right, focus, focus, focus. They want modelos. Let me get the modelos. What do I want? Mm-hmm. I do want modelos too. But God damn. You can't, go to the, you can't go to the club by yourself. <laughs> so the what do you do? What does he do if he ever walks into a strip club? I I like I like that one, but but a strip club is okay. But, it's expected to. But to I have like choices. that one too. And then I just she's moving so good right here. And I, God, I just when I walk into a strip club, I'm already thinking about like, hey, that girl's gonna give me pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh man! Well, like like well, well like I, I don't go to strip clubs, but hey. Cause I saw my buddy. It happened to my buddy. He walked out with pink eye. I'm like, hey, Abraham nah. have stories for when you're a barber. You hear so much. Mm-hmm. You hear so many testimonies. Hey, talking about the Be- yeah, go talking ahead. about barber man. I'm so fucking frustrated right now. Why? Let it out. Let it share. out. Yeah, share it. <sighs> if not, should I share something else? It's wedding season. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it not? Is it yeah. not? It's you, you, it's I, know, I know you heard about somebody season getting season for me for singles. <laughs> cuffin season. It, 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 am I just? Am I just? Am I just a barber just to like hear all your bullshit every week? <laughs> I mean, am yeah, I, am I, I think it comes to the, with the territory though. Am I, am I just a barber just to like give you some therapeutic uh, advice? Am I just a barber to give you some relationship advice? Am I just a barber just to fucking? Just just to see you every week and 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 hook your kids up with a with a nice haircut. Am I just a barber? Just to like I think I I think. But I, I don't get invited to the wedding. Damn. You know what? That's, that's where that's where I'm what? like damn. That's where I'm like now. I'm starting to get. I, I say that all the time because I'm a photographer, so I've done a lot. I used to do a lot of weddings. I don't so do good. weddings anymore because they're shit show. But um, I used to be like wait. My, even when my friends would come and like, hey Mario, man, I'm getting married. I need a photographer. I'm like, oh, blood, you're not inviting me. 
Like, you're, no, you're invited. You'll be like a guest, but like you'll be taking a picture. Like, no, that's not a guest. You, I'm not doing it for free, so I'm going to charge you. Like, so you oh. low key feel used, right? Fuck yeah, yeah, that's me. That's I, don't, me I don't feel used because I did my part. Not, not used. It's not you. Used is not the feeling that I'm feeling right now. Well, I'm saying on the perspective. It's, of just, like, shit it's just like I know you want to invite me, dude. Yeah. You just don't know. It's not a natural state for like um for people to say, hey, I don't even want Barbara there. Because this dude, mid, mid-wedding, mid-wedding yesterday, he pulled up in the Rolls Royce to my house yesterday. Oh. Yeah. You saw that? Yeah. You want to get freshened up? He got a haircut two days ago and he just wanted his beard trimmed. It's all bullshit. He just yeah. wanted to show off to his barber that he had a Rolls Royce yeah. on his like, No, don't look yeah. at it that way. You know why no. you didn't get that invitation? Because you know how te pongas. Is that how you te say it? Hey, Spanish is not my primary language. But you guys wouldn't know that because they haven't been interviewed. Yeah, I mean, we kind of went off the deep end over exactly. here. Exactly. So. Well, okay, so what are we? What are we really here for? Like, so Ruthie, give us a preamble of why we're here for. That way, it gives your your friends uh, the the pauta to start the the, the interview. Yeah. Okay, so I brought my really good friends, all my really good family, I should say, into the uh, into the studio because I've gotten a lot of requests for my personal um, testimony or my personal um, experience in life and things I've been through because a lot of people feel like. I have a short a story to share, and I really do. I just don't know how to start. Hell yeah! What? what hey, hey, hey! I'll, I'll start that shit off right now. Well, I was uh, waiting. Hey, uh, at the age at the age of twenty one, what was she doing? Was she Ooh, at the age of twenty one, I had two babies. I was had two babies living in. You were finding you were finding babysitters in. No, no. See, for <laughs> me, for me, I decided at a very young age that I wanted to have kids. So yeah. at seventeen, I had my first son. And I was happy. I wanted to be a mom at an early age. For me, at 16, I was like, if I was this age, my son's going to be this age, which means I'd be able to help him here and help him there. I was thinking way ahead, way ahead. But what I didn't expect is for my daughter to come through. So I ended up getting pregnant again a year and a half late or about, yeah, half a year later with my with my daughter. So she was very unexpected, but she was definitely a blessing in my life. Were you scared to be a mother that young or? Absolutely not. Um, I think when you have a baby, because I didn't really have my mother figure around, so I didn't know how to become a great mother. But I did have the opportunity to have amazing women in my life. Rather, they were there to destroy me or they were there to uplift me. They were still women that impacted my life and helped me to become the mom that I am today. When I experience any relationship, the best advice that I've gotten from my father was take the meat and throw away the bones. So you always want to take the positive things about people incorporated in your life. And when you see something negative in somebody else, then that's what you look like when you behave in the same manner. So I was able to have amazing, strong, powerful women in my life, including my sisters, to help mold me to become a a good mom. So no, I wasn't afraid. First, I was afraid. I was, I was petrified. petrified. <laughs> so how how did that? So once you had your daughter, how did that even change the playing field? Because you were comfortable with the one first kid, right? Right. How did Boy, your daughter being born change your entire perspective? I went through depression because it felt like I had twins. At 17, I really had no family. I don't have the typical stereotype of Hispanics that are like, mija, te, te ayudo, te cuido los hijos. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. I was ba- basically a loner. I had to learn how to provide for my children. 
I got on the Medi-Cal coverage um, and uh, what was it? Welfare when I turned 17. Yeah. And the first time that I decided to walk into a uh, clinic to take my kids for their appointment and I had to wait like three hours to be seen. I told myself, this isn't the life that I want to provide my kids. Yeah. If I'd made the decision to have kids at a young age, I'm going to do the best that I can to provide for my kids and give them the best things in life and show them what life is all about from from my point of view. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's indicative to also point out how, I mean, this was how, when, what year was it when you had your first child? It was, boy, you, you try no, to get, not, I mean, make people get the math. Hey, <laughs> it I, was 2001 when I okay, had my so first baby. If I, you think about it, though, like 2001, 2020, economical strife or healthcare strife or socioeconomical strife is, has always been at the forefront of moms, families, foremost concern right so when you when you were hit with that how did you like as you said like you need that's not the life you wanted to provide for your children like how did you start making the changes so that you could start providing for your children so at a young age one of the best advice well i got a lot of advices from my from my dad and one of the ones that retained to me Hold on, give me a second while I open this Modelo. Had to slurp it for you guys. Okay, so at an early age, my dad has always told me that he said, when you decide to get into a relationship, make sure you make enough money to provide for your family. Like, God forbid something happens to your husband, he gets into a car accident, and you don't have enough to take over the bills, the groceries, and, and maintain the family. Or, God forbid, something might, you know, he might decide to walk away because you're not the woman that he expected you to be. Just prepare yourself for the worst. And so, for me, my relationship with my kids' dad, which is the one that I share the two older kids with, didn't work out. And so, reality hit me, and I decided to get a job. And I've always been fortunate to have... Um, amazing professionals in my life who has helped me climb that ladder to get jobs that require degrees and and BAs and doctrines and and I've taken care of my children since. That's Ruthie uncut version, Ruthie right there. You guys just heard it. You guys just heard it. <laughs> hey, so what I want to hear is like, hey, I'm on your Instagram and I'm scrolling down and I see you posting pictures of, of being a lowrider girl. And girl, hey, let's get into that topic. How do you get into that? Wow, that's an amazing <laughs> story. So when, oh God, I was going through so many things in my life. Yeah, you, 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 you weren't trying to figure, like, to me, it sounded like you figured that shit out. Because, yeah, hey, tell, hey, the other day we had lunch <laughs> and uh, you were telling me that you played the game smart. I did. As a lowrider girl, as a guy, me, I look at these girls, and I'm just like, ooh, damn. I'm just like a freaking uh, hyena. <laughs> I really am. I really am. I really am. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. And you know what? She she, she saw that. Mm -hmm. She saw that, that guys, us men, are like that. Mm -hmm. You know what she did? Hey, tell them, Ruthie. Um, but start start from the get-go. So how do you on, get into the? How do you get into that fucking? Scene? I was on Abraham's podcast. He has a podcast coming soon too. Um, it's pending. But one of the questions that he asked me was, "How did I get into the game?" What I didn't share with him, and what I do want to share with most of the females that are tuned into my well, podcast, it's your, it's your, it's your is podcast. that I was going through a very, a very difficult moment in my life. Um, maybe I, I guess how deep can I go? 
How deep should I go, Mario? Yeah, as, as deep as you want to go. What the hell? I know, but where's what the, the hell? The past, we, is, the past is the past. Where do we the draw? The past is the past, and we're here. We're here on a podcast for the, for the for for our, our audience to like listen and 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 and, 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 and yeah. Okay, so there is yeah, a moment. Know what's up. There is a moment in my life where my my two older kids were taken away from me, and so I was going through a very like hard depression, and I was pregnant with my youngest baby, my stinky, and um. At that moment, the person that I was in a relationship with um, always liked, um, he always liked buying like these magazines and looking at them. And for me, I, like I said, I was at the lowest point in my life. I, I would get depressed. I would feel insecure. And How I would you tell them. yourself? Huh? How did you live? The, the, the women out there that are listening right now, they, they're going to love. This is the moment where you, <laughs> oh, man, that's why I'm here. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love, I love hearing a woman talk about. Being so being so proud of what she yeah. what she just fucking came through, yep. and now she's gonna start talking about like, hey, how I got out of it. Yeah. Right. Oh, this is lovely. I love right. it. So, so uh, at that time, I was feeling really depressed, and I asked my ex, you know, like when you when you when you look at these women or when you lust after these women, you make me feel like I'm inadequate. You make me feel like I'm not enough. Like I'm not sufficient. Like, like I can't be that woman that you lust after, kind of thing. <sighs> And so my ex had like kind of chuckled about it and and in the back of my head I was like okay well then I'll show you I'll show I'll show you that I could be that person that you're looking at on the magazines it's not it's wow, really I told him I told him it's really not that hard to get in and and uh and he and basically after that <clears throat> I decided to hit the low rider scene with a really good friend of mine who had my back and made sure that I had my outfits who would travel with me her name is Melissa hey, Marquez really, really, really can I can I can I stop you for a sec Go I don't want to be rude but damn, I freaking love this story. I freaking love it. I fucking love it. I love it, boy. Because, cause, hey, anybody that's out there listening, it's going to know that, hey, first of all, love yourself. If you can't love yourself, you can't love nobody. You know what I'm saying? Facts. You can't love nobody. And and, and, and don't, 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 try to, don't try to go out there and fucking change yourself or change your personality just because of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Shit, Ruthie. Continue. I never changed my personality Continue. or changed who Continue. I was. No, but you I just ain't. had to, I just had something to prove, and it maybe it could have been maybe in the, in the initial beginning I thought it was something that I had to prove to my ex, but in reality maybe it was something I had to prove and to girl, myself. Girls, girls, girls go through that shit every single freaking day just because of the attention that that they desire. It, it's not there. It's not there just because just because the motherfucker think, ah, oh, goddamn, all the all the motherfucking homies out there they are gonna hate me. I mean, I'll stop right there. Okay. No, no, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. I got I got I got a grandma, I got a mom, and I got a little sister under the same roof. I got no no daddy figure. I'm the daddy figure right there. So fuck that, man. Stop playing these women like that. Thank you, Abraham, for protecting those women. Shit. So <clears throat> I decided to get into the scene, which was a really hard uh thing to do, but I knew that the initial thing that I needed to do was put my name out there. So this was before Instagram, this was before um, social media like that. So I had to figure out a way to stand out and to make myself known. One of the good things that I love about, about one of the things that I admire about myself is that I was raised with Christian beliefs. And so I was taught um, at an early age to just have respect and to always carry myself in a humble manner. 
So my approach to the guys was always like, um, if I if a guy had asked me to take a photo with their vehicle, I would always approach the wife first because out of respect, even though that's not her vehicle, that is still her man. And in any way, shape, or form, I don't want her to feel the way my ex was making me feel oh, at that yeah, time. She don't get jealous. And so they would respect it and they loved it. And and from there, I started having a lot more guys asking me to take pictures, and their wives were okay with it. And 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 I got more um, more opportunities that way. <clears throat> so then I decided because I was paying for these outfits. I was paying for my gym membership. I was paying for gas because I started traveling outside of the city. Um, after that, I decided to start charging people to take photos with me. <clears throat> so the, my beginning rate was a dollar. And guys would be like, you're going to charge me a dollar to take a photo with you? And I'm like, yeah, you don't got a dollar? And a majority of them would throw me fives or tens or twenties or fifties or a hundred or whatever they feel like they had to prove around their friends or me. And I started making a really good amount of money to be able to cover my expenses to and from and lunches and things like that. But then I dropped out of the scenery because I decided to go back to church. Oh, so how did, so the church didn't necessarily approve of you being in did they know that you were in the low rider? No, nobody thing? in the church knew. My, my family didn't That's approve. My family didn't approve out? of it. Um, no, I can't. I, I'm very private about my life. Yeah. Dig, in, dig, dig into that boy. Dig into that question. I, right I just did. Waiting on her dig to unleash it. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, low rider scene in the church. Because there's a lot of questions in the low rider scene. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's just interesting just to see. There's a lot of shit going on. Like, how the there's a double standard. Like, a man can have a low rider and do all this stuff but then the women can't take a picture next to it just because i was maybe perceived as clad or i or... feel like that's that's a question that i should be asking you men like why are women oh, starting to feel that way well, why do they feel insecure like, in the first place because a woman is only going to become whatever her man is putting her through <laughs> so if you're supporting your wife and you're encouraging your wife and you're motivating your wife you're letting her know that she's the one and only and that you love her and that she gets all the attention from you if another woman like Kalia decides to walk up it's going to be no sweat for me because you know what? My, I'm secure in my man and my man is secure in me. So boo-boo, come, come bring them cheeks. Come bring them yeah. cheeks to the vehicle. I mean, I think it's situational though. I think it, it depends on the industry or, or platform at like that. Like, I mean, cause even that is kind of very objectifying when you think of cars, right? Like when you think of that lifestyle, it's like pretty cars, pretty girls, you know? Yep. And so that creates a certain insecurity. So I get where that's coming from, but it's not like, Every man out there is saying, well, my wife is this, so she's got to project to that. You know what I mean? I think it has a lot to do with what the men is into. And also the women also not knowing that she doesn't have to abide by anything that the men says. Because I think a lot of that comes from how you grow up, too. Like even Hispanic households, Asian households, women are are raised for the most part in the older generations to be more submissive, servant, mm -hmm. subservient, and things like that. Now, when you turn into the newer generations where it's like... You start to hear the, oh, well, you don't even know how to cook. And I was like, well, is she supposed to? Well, she's just supposed to be able to feed herself, not you. The way as a man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a man's supposed to know how to cook too. The way I see that is, is if you want me to be a stay-at-home wife, with, with, I mean, like honestly, I'll be a stay-at-home wife. But can you be a provider though? Like, can you provide for my family? Because if not, if I if if it seems like I would be the best candidate to provide for this family, then maybe you should be a stay-at-home husband. And I don't have a problem with that. The yeah. only time I have a problem with having a stay-at-home husband is if I've worked an eight-hour shift and the house is dirty. Yeah. And there's clothes yeah. that need to be washed. 
and the kids aren't dressed. Like, nah, uh honey, boo boo. It only takes me two hours <laughs> and a half and you to have the kids dressed and, and the house clean and the trustees done and food done. No, no cereal. Uh-uh. That not even a cereal for the boys. <laughs> Shit. Not even a sandwich. It's not even like, a I sandwich. Just, I would Damn. want the same thing in return. Oh, yeah. 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 it bounce back. Yeah, like, I would want the same thing. But in return. I, I, I get what you're saying, Mario. I get what you're saying. Um. Being 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 in a being being Christian in the lowrider scene, it, it has to be tough. It has to be tough for yeah. me right now. It has to be no no back for then. me for me back then. I feel like it's like you can't you don't know I you don't know where like, to fit in. That's what no. I would think. Well, you just don't know the truth. I feel like back right. then the scripture was catered to uh, that culture at that time in 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 that era, no, and now Daniel, culture and now culture Daniel. now culture has changed tremendously. So for me, being going back out there into the scenery, being still actually. A person Looking who studied, good. no, who studied, <laughs> who went to Bible college and actually studied. I mean, I'm not trying to say I'm top notch or I know what I'm talking about or I know it all, but I know enough to set me free. And so to know that if I can go back out there in the streets and carry myself the way I want to carry myself and walk in my truth, then there's no church, no community, nothing that can stop me from going in the direction that I'm going. How do you feel about it, Kalia? What's your feedback on that? Uh, Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. We need. It. I love that. These but as far as like the women feeling insecure, I it's my goal, and women do feel that way. So it's my primary goal to get them not to feel that way about me. I'm not that type of model. However, I have been exposed to a lot of crazy stuff that I understand why women behave the way that they do and walk on to their husbands when women in some booty shorts do 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 walk past by their vehicle. So I get saying, both sides of the world. I'm just saying if if I was a low rider girl. I'd be fucking wearing the tightest motherfucking G string. It'd be like a tiny, it'd be like a fishing string. Pero mijo, si tienes, si tienes, si tienes, like. Sheesh. I'd be like, what's up? You know what was hard, though? Like being in the industry married, because I decided to marry oh, yeah. my ex. Um, we were together seven years, and I decided to marry him, what, two years after or a year after. And it was tough. You have a lot of men who are very, um, dominating there are hunters that are go-getters that want what they see and so that's tough but i can honestly and truthfully admit that i remain faithful to my ex throughout the whole process because i'm a faithful woman the only person i want to see at the end of the day is the person that i commit to the only attention i want is the person that i commit to the only love that i want the only touch that i desire and crave is the person that i commit to in my heart so. you hear that fellas yeah still single <laughs> Single. You hear that, fellas? Hey, we don't. Hey, we don't know. Hey, hey men and Ruthie, women don't know how to pick them. Ruthie, we really do. We all we all want love, but we all single. Like, yeah. what are we doing wrong? Yeah, we all single. Here? Yeah, pretty much single, yeah. single, single, single. But I'm, I'm by choice. Wow. I'm I not, I can't get one. Man. Like I, I'm, I'm not, fucking horrible at this. I'm not shit. even looking. I'm no, really not I'm, looking. I'm searching. I'm like searching, out there fishing every like single day. day. Like on yeah. Tinder, like swipe. Like all swipe. the all. No. Hey, I tried dating website. Hey, it's funny. Funny Christian thing about dating website. Uh, farmers only. Farmers. Oh. <laughs> wow. I was kidding. I was kidding. No, I tried it. I, I suck at dating websites. I I do. I do. I dating do. websites are for one night stands. Can I get an amen? Amen. No, yeah. I was in a long term relationship from a 
So I can't. It depends on the person and what they're looking for. Yeah. I'm what did your bio say? What did your bio? Can I copy and paste yeah. that? What was that bio? Mine what was that bio like? Just, mine were calling just the one I said. Hey, mine, mine was by six. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta uh, say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, my see for me is I put there. I'm I'm very minimal. I I'm very strategic about the pictures I put. Good. I put so I'm I can be serious. I can be goofy. I can be funny. Um, and so those are the pictures I would put. You know, like the depicted that, and I rarely use words. So a lot of the times, the women that would pick it, like, look, I really don't know anything about you, but I want to know about you because yeah. you seem yeah. like keep fun. Them, keep them thinking, right? You, keep them thinking. You set the tone, right? Yeah. Little you know mysterious I mean? bastard. Literally, yeah. one of them. One what, of what, is, them what is the mysterious bastard got? Right. No, because <laughs> one of them, one of my pictures was just like me looking down at my food, at my food, but my, uh. it looks like my eyes are closed. But you don't see my food. I'm just looking down. So that was my first one. So it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, he could be serious and he's comfortable being there by himself in that space, you know, yeah, whatever. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when that's one woman yeah, told me. Yeah. And she goes, and the other one, you're just being goofy as hell. So I'm like, <laughs> like I want to get them. Like, I want to oh. hang, hang out with him. Yeah, because yeah. nobody really reads. No. People only read a couple of things mm-hmm. and call it a day. You don't need you know, to be very. You know, you know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to buy one of them, them T-shirts that have a little six-pack. <laughs> and I'm going to post that shit. Hey. Let Ruthie train you, man. Body by Ruthie. No, what the fuck? Actually, Mario, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll put, I'll put Mario, Body by Ruthie and I'll, I'm, I'm gonna buy I'm, that T-shirt. No, where I'm like, like hello, all buff and shit. I'm excited because I'm gonna start training. I'm gonna start training Mario, and so like, yep. hey, it, it, said, in reality, it really is gonna be Body by Ruthie. So if you hey. want to get to know Mario on a personal level, just you know, come schedule an appointment with me, and I'll, I'll let you know what you gotta know. <laughs> yeah, for real, hey. <laughs> Sidekick, but um, well, back to your back to your story. Never about right, right. our singleness. No, um, I don't mind sharing. We just went that way. We That's just, Abraham. Uh, Abraham right. just came from a um, a dinner or a lunch. A lunch, and he had a couple of a couple of uh, cervezas. No cervezas. <laughs> so if he seems a little. A little excited because he is excited. But he's always I'm excited, excited ladies. I mean, I'm he's excited. Always, but I don't care. You know, he's yeah, always no, excited. I, that's what I love about Abraham. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So okay. So we we touched on the like the double standards being in the church or not being in the church while you were in the lowrider magazine. So tell us now that when you decided to go back to the church, so that meant that no more lowrider magazine type of stuff or so no more. So for me, I know how passionate I can get. I can go. I can get really passionate about anything that I set my heart to. So mind you, like when I, I told my ex, well, I can get on that magazine too. I told him, all right, I set a limit for myself. I set, I set, I set a cap and I was like, okay, um, I'm going to, I'm going to show you that I could do it and I'm going to get in it. And when I do, I'll stop when I hit low rider. And he's like, you're going to hit low rider. I was like, I'll stop when I hit low rider. And he kind of laughed about it. And, and next thing you know, I hit low rider and that moment came where a lot of opportunities started coming to me. And at the same time, another opportunity came to me, which was the church. So because I, I'm a woman of my word, I decided to drop um, where I was at in life um, or where my career was headed in that direction. And I decided to choose God or I felt like I was choosing God. But in reality, I was I was choosing the church. So I decided to go back to church. Um, I learned so much about myself. I learned about um, who I am. And- Ruthie, Ruthie. Um- Whenever whenever you whenever you at a low, you always feel like uh, the church is where to go. Not anymore. When I'm at my low, I know I I I I, I ask myself why. 
Why am I here? Mm. What's the root? Like, what's causing me? What's causing me to to what? What's causing me to get depressed like this? And then once I realize that I'm falling into a stage like that where I'm feeling insecure or less than, then I know that I got to talk my way out of it because it that opportunity or that that emotion that experience is always going to happen. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. You can't fight it. It's horrible. You can't fight it. Hey, hey, hey! Anybody, me. What I what I because t- I wake up on Mondays I'm like God damn that bank account's looking, Ooh. it's like double negative. Damn, they <laughs> go to church. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, 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 hey, no. The but, church will take a couple more zeros though. <laughs> Don't go no, to church. No, no, no. Hey, um, every single night I pray, I pray, I pray every day. Oh, I pray. Every Abraham's day, every a good night. person. He has every such a loving heart. Single night, every single night, every single night. I pray, I pray. I have my. I don't have to say it. I hate saying it. Nobody knows that, but hell no, everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come but, next but, Monday, everybody's gonna know. <laughs> but but, um, but it, it's 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 relieving. It, it's it's your it's your belief with something. But you're, you're boy. But you gotta analyze that. Like you were just talking about it. You gotta analyze it. Figure out what you're doing. Do a little tune in your fucking life system, and. Maybe fucking change the oil in your fucking gas <laughs> or something, you know, and change the oil and 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 wake up on Tuesday because Mondays are. Tough. For me, for me now, the thing that I go to uh, is weights. I oh, yeah. I go heavy. Go I go go to the gym, water. load some twenty fives on the barbell, Ooh. maybe maybe forty fives depending on how. Mario, I feel. you hear that? Hey, forty fives is all I know. <laughs> hey, Mario. <laughs> And you I just I just take it out on the weights, Bro. and I'm yeah, like I'm boy, sitting there. We got we got we gonna go start working out with her. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he hey, is. me too, Mario. What's I'm up? a man, bro. God damn. <laughs> but go ahead, Ruthie. Um, yeah, I hit the weights. I just go heavy, and as I'm lifting and listening to some Megan Stallion to make me feel yeah. like damn. I'm empowered right. and I'm hey. in charge, and yeah. and can nobody control me but me? Kind yeah. of thing, kind of music. <laughs> but after I do that, well, I well, now like, we know what you listen to. That's good. <laughs> Right, girls from what the hood. What did you listen to? Play? No, we don't have rights. We don't have rights for that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but in the process of of feeling pain, yeah. um, I feel like it balances me out. Because before I would run to drugs. Before my church days, I ran to ecstasy. I ran to ecstasy. I ran to like um, any other drug that was out there, like prescription drugs to help numb the pain that I was feeling inside. Because mind you, I was going through so much in my life, having experience of having my children taken from me, um, going through what I was going through with my boyfriend or my fiance, I should say. And then now like going through what I'm going through with the church. So I would run to drugs and that didn't satisfy me and so then i decided to run to tattoos and i started getting crazy ass tattoos in places that supposedly hurt the most just to help equal my pain because i felt like what i was experiencing inside was so painful that i needed to experience something on the outside to manifest it right in order for me to actually live it out and so then i ran to that and then after that i finally found my place in peace and it wasn't church but it was the weights it was the gym it was lifting and pushing my body to the max that would help me balance that would help balance me out to a point to where I had to to learn how to manage and control my emotions and all, my anger and that my is, that is all positive in there what, what, where's, where's the negative in you hitting the gym the no. negative is yeah there really isn't There's it's just nothing. you spending too much time there but if a person cares <laughs> about you then come on what's it where's the negative in you hitting the gym 
I mean, I think there's a, there's a negative and positives when there's too much, when you don't right. have balance, right? When so, you, like, <laughs> so like if someone that hits the gym every day, right, like when you look at these bodybuilders, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, when they get older, they have a lot of liver disease. They have a lot of uh, circulatory, uh, respiratory system issues. That's not issues. true. Some do because of the That's use because of, they're unnatural. Right. But right. at our gym, all natural, baby. We're not talking about, okay. we're not talking about your gym. We're just talking in general, like when you... If you, because we, I talked though. about it before, right? Like where you start creating patterns, mm-hmm. then Habit. that pattern becomes mm-hmm. toxic. So mm-hmm. if your pattern is to, I want to be the best bodybuilder in the world, and then you feel like you can't attain it naturally, then you now you created a pattern that became toxic, and now you're doing things that you're not supposed to do. So something that was good as humans, we usually we're not able to find balance in our life. Shout out to Karate Kid. Um, <laughs> then it becomes very toxic, right? Because you learn how to fight. Because I boxed for a long hey, time. Have you? Have you, have you uh, hey, I don't, don't want to stop you mid, mid like. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Netflix has this new little show, Cobra Kai. Yeah, I watched it. You yeah, watched all it? two. Yeah, I it's started watching dope. it. I'm on like season three. Season oh, no, two. No, 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 no. Uh, episode three. Yeah, okay. It's, it's pretty so, dope. It's, it's hella good, huh? It is hella good. Because because I grew up on that shit. We all grew up. So it's kind of like it's it's reminiscent. It's just backwards. You know, it's just the sides are turned. It experiences. The it's sides kinda, are turned. Well, well it's kind of like seeing how, you know, you can learn something that's supposed to teach you balance. But then if the person themselves are not balanced, then you you can become a dangerous person. Like, you know, like I was saying, where I became like, I used to get into a lot of fights and I already knew how to fight naturally. I feel, but then when I, when I started boxing, I actually learned the responsibility, how to control control. it. You know what I mean? I learned that my actions, my physical Mm -hmm. violence can actually hurt people. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I, I used to go like, I used to see red every time I got into a fight when I didn't know how to box, I just knew how to fight. And then once I started boxing, I was actually more clear minded. You know, I was like, oh, so, so this is. I was like, boy. Yeah. You so, for me, so for me, I've learned because I was like that too. I was very aggressive. <laughs> I was very aggressive. I grew up in a home of five sisters where we were like beating each other up, walking down the hallway because yeah. of you told like, me a, a bad look. Yeah. Like I was fighting. I felt like, I felt like Opal on the color purple. I've been fighting no. all my hey, you, life. Hey, you were the redhead no, no, I was Oprah Winfrey. I was yeah. Oprah you, were, you were the main character. <laughs> I felt like it. Well, and then, and there's then a story after, about a TV, right? And then, right. And then after leaving an, a, a, a home like that, where it was constant physical uh, altercations, I get into a relationship with with my ex, who is also very abusive, and it ended up being a very toxic domestic violence relationship. So it's like, how does one how does one stop fighting after that? Because after leaving that relationship, I would fight anyone, man, woman. I don't care how big, how small, how tiny, how tall you are. I will fight anyone. I'll take an ass whooping any day. Ruthie looks like the type of girl that would just swing for your legs. No, I, you know what? I never fought fair. Like, First of like, all, I'm five foot feet. Street, street, I'm uh, five feet. Street fighter? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then like, just go for your legs. For real, that's me. For real, that's me. I've taken amateur boxing and everything. But like Mario said, I think once I get, uh, I gained that control and I knew how powerful I was, I yeah. was able to walk around. And if I had a, um, you know, like a loud chicken head in my in front of me, it wouldn't faze me because in the back right. of my head, I'm like, girl, girl, you're lucky I found Jesus and, yeah. and, and, and martial arts, you know, or like boxing. Because if this was me two years ago, I would knock your weave off. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, well, I didn't take boxing hey, for nothing. Hey, even if it's not a weave, I'll yank that shit make it look uh, like it's a no, weave. No, I don't pull hair. I don't pull hair. If you want to pull my hair, that's great. I got a lot of hair to pull, but I don't yeah. pull do hair. It. Hey, why did girls do that? 
It just helps have them like wait to hold on to. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, in high school, high school days, they, they all they do is just. Pero te gusta the Abraham? I can get turned on for that. It was, you know? <laughs> it was yeah. I like to pull hair, but yeah. it's not, not. I'm like this different story. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. So, yeah. so I could totally relate to Mario in regards to how it became. Um, you have control over it, but that's with yeah. everything in life, though. Like once you obtain yeah. control of your fears and your and your obstacles, then then you got the juice. You got well, the you power. Well, you you talked a little bit about balance too, like gaining control. Then so then, how did you feel that you started gaining a little bit more control over your life and how where it was headed? Like where you're at now is completely different to where you were, say, ten years ago. So how did you? get to a point now to where like okay this is where i want my life to be and this is what i'm gonna do to like how did you gain that clarity like mentally to just start executing because a lot of people have an issue with that honestly for me i feel like i'm a i'm a god-fearing woman i really am and so for me i would always ask my creator to reveal things of me that were not pleasing and things that need to be changed and so i took every negative moment in my life as a moment for knowledge, as a moment for improvement. And so when for me, if I get into any type of altercation or disagreement with anyone, I walk even if it's a bad relationship or even if it's a good relationship, I always walk out asking, what did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong? Where, where can I have improved? Regardless of how they treated me or what they said or what they did or how they touched me, what did I do wrong and how can I make myself better? And yeah. I think by doing that, I, I become a better person. And so for me to walk out of a relationship and for another or for that person to try to come back in my life, what, a year, two, three, four, five next, uh, a, a couple of years after to try to match me is different now. I'm a different person than who I was when I was with you. I'm a different person who I was when I was with my children, when I was with my exes, when I was with a person yesterday. I, I strive for improvement every day. Yeah. I mean, because society itself is very pervasive when it when they talk about people changing and 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 examining their behaviors. But then once that person does that, the judgment is one still there. And then the opportunity to have a second chance is almost nolo because they, it's almost like they want to change, but then once the person has changed, that society doesn't necessarily accept it. And society I'm, meaning your family, church, okay. or whatnot. For me, for those of you who don't know, I come from a family of five sisters. Um, yeah. My dad comes from a family of 13. My mom comes from a family of, like, God, I don't know, 11. Mm -hmm. For me, that was the toughest thing is to have to let my family go because they kept choosing to see me who I was a couple of years ago or who I was back in, what, 01. Um, the day that I decided to walk away from my family was another death that I took in my life. Like the first death that I experienced was when my children were taken away from me. I died, like literally died. Like I remember when I had uh, given birth to my baby, to my youngest, I didn't even want to attach myself to him. I didn't even want to hold him because I, I knew that another individual can just snatch this baby from me. And I, I, and that was it. I didn't want to experience another death like that in my life. So I chose not to attach myself to my youngest. But um, when it came to my family, I experienced another death. And that was having to accept the fact that blood doesn't necessarily mean family anymore. And 
I had to walk in my truth, walk in knowing I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. I know my potential. I know what, what, where I'm going in life. And if my family chooses to stay where they're at, then all I could do is move forward. And I've been blessed to have like Mario, Kalia, Abraham, and many, many, many other people in my life who has been my brother, who has been my sister, who has been my mom, who has been my dad. And so I take that and I count my blessings. And that's what fuels me at the end of the day. So how did you quantify like so before when you talked about having healthy relationship with men, right? And I can say that you like just from looking, you have a healthy relationship with Abraham. He's a man, obviously. Absolutely. Mario, me, you know, you have a, we have a healthy relationship, right. I feel. Uh and you have a healthy relationship with uh Kalia. I said that right. Yeah, yes. you did. Yes, I did. I love her name, Kalia. Um I like um, so how how did you manage to now be able to have healthy relationship, not only with women, from having a toxic relationship yeah. with your sisters, your mom, your dad, and tra- and transfer that over to your platonic platonic uh, friendships with men and women? How did you? That's such a good question. That's what we do out here, guys. <laughs> yeah, so for me, for me, for the longest, I've always befriended guys like. I, I mean, I hung out with my guy cousins as a kid and I refused to hang out with any girls because, I, like I said, I had five sisters and they came in different shapes, sizes and personalities and characters. I was done with hanging out with girls. I couldn't stand girls. I hated girls. I just they were boring to me. Guys always did the fun thing, the video games, the um, ATVs, the motorcycles, the lowriders, the cars mm. like they did the fun stuff, the bicycles, the, the cool things. Yeah. So for me to finally take that um, that leap to wanting to start start relationships or friendships with women was having to get over myself and allowing women to be who they are, allowing girls in my life like Kalia to be who she is and accepting her for who she is and knowing that that works for her life and just loving on her. Boy, hey, if you ain't yourself, you ain't accepted in this podcast, boy. <laughs> exactly. If <laughs> you're not yourself on my podcast, you don't... Shit. I only invite people yeah. who are Real their Real talk, huh? Real yeah. talk. Hey, if you ain't yourself, you ain't accepted. Hey, it's then they're not on this podcast, myself. trust yeah. me. But for guys, guys was different. I have Boy. a healthy to have a healthy guy relationship. And I'm going to say this on on air. Like for a guy who wants to be a part of my life, you have to accept my friends. You have to accept Mario. You have to accept Abraham. You have to accept Darius. You have to accept the people that are very important in my life because they shape and mold me to become the person that I am today. Like my part, like my business partner, George, he's like such a spiritual brother to me. And if you can't accept that because you're insecure with yourself, mm-hmm. then you're only exposing who you are. Then move forward, kick rocks, keep keep walking. Cause I think, this is who I am. I think by now you guys know where Ruthie's at. Ruthie's just motivational. She she she's she she's she's inspirational. She's thank you. She just she's just up and above. She's she's hey, a, there's an obstacle in front of her and she goes past it. She goes past it. She goes past it like nothing, like nothing. Nothing's gonna stop her. Nothing's ever gonna stop her. It's like a highway. It's a, it's a highway. It's a train coming. And it's like, choo, choo, but, but let me just explain, let me just explain the side that nobody <laughs> sees though, too, like on social media or like if you catch me in the streets or if you catch me somewhere, I do look like I have myself well put together, that I'm strong and that I'm courageous and I'm determined and inspirational and motivational. But what most people don't know is when I walk through my house doors, I cry a lot. 
I cry a lot. I pray a lot. I fast. I speak to my creator and I have him strengthen me to pour into me to, to refuel me. Because once I walk through my door, I have to put on that, that positive person and be the light and, and pour out good energy, good vibes, good aura. Now, is that you is, out there listening? <laughs> Even through you? this podcast, I'm tra- transmitting and projecting good vibes, yeah. good positive you know vibes. I think sometimes the strongest people are the people that go through things anyway. Yes. So, I mean, it's a, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? Um, and it's always paying attention to the people's cues. Like, like check on your strong ones. Check on the Please people that do. are constantly checking on you. Please because do. those are the ones you got to check on sometimes because there's a lot of people going through things. And you never, hey, 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 they, they, could, they could disguise themselves as something. Well, that's not really what's going well, on. Well, if you're yeah. if you're a person like me who has this great responsibility on my shoulders to to make it the point when you wake up every morning, how can I make this? How can I make the first prayer that comes to my heart um, in the morning is God use me, use my voice, use my hands, use my touch, use my feet, use my mind, use my tone, use every every part, every ounce, every inch of me to help another person in the world. Because it's not about how much money you make or how much money you have. It's how many lives have you impacted? How many lives have you motivated? So for me, being able to have a gym and impact and motivate people who, um, who need that encouragement, that's a win for me. Like, yeah. That's a win for me. And Kalia has been a really good person who has texted me out of the blue. I don't always respond, but she's she just always comes through at the right divine time. That And she texts me like, Ruthie, I'm thinking of you. I love you. You're so encouraging. She just she inspires me a lot, too. She actually has seen another side of me that both of you guys haven't seen, which is like a female perspective. And that's why I had her come on, too, because she gets to see that. So tell us about her female perspective. I, I yeah, thought as you were a, a girl as a the friend. whole time. I am a girl. But you I guys, you but, when I'm around, but when I'm around guys, I'm a tomboy. I'm one of the guys. And that's how I want to be treated. Like, just one of the guys. Shut up. Last, the other day you asked me, you, you told me you needed a hug. That's some girl shit. No, that's not true. I didn't ask you. I need a hug. All right, tell us, tell us, tell us about the girl perspective on on her. Well, she'll start off with how she met me and yeah, how she got me. Yeah, well, she said from Stay Fed. It was a women empowerment group where we had a lot of amazing women. Yeah, and I think one one thing, like the most beautiful thing that stood about Ruthie that evening was what she said. She said that she, when she meets people, she kind of like, you know, pretend like she's blind and she Mm -hmm. treats everyone equally and she talks to everybody and just you know um it's just kind to everyone and i to me that i just really resonated with with her and i was like okay i have to get to know this girl like she's still inspirational like i want to know everything about her so after that workshop i hit her up and we met up and then you know a few weeks later we started doing yoga classes together and that was really fun Yeah, yeah we became yoga buddies Dope. Yoga sounds cool. Yoga's heck of fun. It, you know what? Yoga is healthy because you should have flexibility. That's how you get like, like injuries. I feel like it's golf. Like it's like a stress reliever. It is. There's so many outlets for people to relieve stress. Fine. Not just hey. not just in the gym. I mean healthy outlets. Like, yeah. you know, like I mean there's nothing wrong with drinking. What's We're all drinking, outlet, but Mario? my healthy outlet? You're looking at it. Hey, the podcast. I'm an extremely, I'm an extremely creative. I mean, you know this. Like, I'm they a, don't know that though. Well, I'm a, <laughs> I'm an extremely creative person. 
Um, it looks like elegant. Yeah, house. like everything that I do is revolves around. All I do is win, 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 win no, no matter, matter what. <laughs> but everything I everything I, that I do relates to art, um, history, reading, creativity. creativity um, His work is is truly. Um, it's truly conceived and started from his heart. Like if you look at Mario's yeah, huh. work, you can see his heart. Or I wouldn't walk. If in. you're paying attention, if thank you're paying attention. Thank you for having me at your studio. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I think Shout I think to be our Sacramento. Yeah, man. Um, I think like the I think what I wanted to get to when I explain when you asked you asked what my outlet is, and I think it's is also being able to find your purpose, and I think. As Ruthie, I think you have found your purpose, and which is you touched on it, Kalia. It's where um, it's seeing people with a blind eye. That sounds yeah, yeah, a little no, like no, an oxymoron, no, no. but yeah, yeah. seeing people with a blind eye is kind of like for me, it's got I used to be such a selfish man. As a man, I used no. to be such a selfish person. You, Mario? I cannot yeah. see you, Mario. No, but I was, I was extremely. No, I was, maybe you guys, Mario, be honest on I the was podcast. A, look, I was an extremely selfish person and i was very angry at myself and i took it out on everything around me mm, I, I, i'm glad you're admitting to that i, I sabotaged a, a lot of my relationships whether they were romantic or platonic like i would sabotage them to because i would never let people get so close to me where they could hurt me. why and that came from having a really really bad relationship with my mother so that mm-hmm. touches back into like yeah. how men why some men are the way they are whether you believe it or not, a lot of single mothers instill that. So my mother painted this picture. Like I looked at her and I go, I like I literally said right to here. myself, um, no, 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 no. Uh, I literally said like to myself, like I really hate women. You know what I mean? Like I really hate the I feel, I feel the presence of women. Like I hated it, and I, I of course I I like being with women, but I hated. I hated the what what women represented as a young man, and I grew with that. And then finally, where I found myself as a man, and I go, my purpose is to help other people, and that's when I found myself to be like who I think I am now, and what I'm working towards to being. It's it revolves around helping other people, and it's no longer about myself. Exactly. You know what I mean? So Abraham was also raised with a single mom, that too. Is, that is good. That's, that's, good, that's something that, that I love about Abraham. Awesome, well, how yeah. was your experience being raised with a single oh, mom? And I only want to touch on this just because I want to I want to come back to my yeah, relationship my, my, with my, my boys being hey, raised. My experience was like freaking chanclas yeah. getting smacked in the back of the head, you know? Yeah. And, well, you, um, can, you can leave that off. You can leave that off, don't you? Yeah. Just, yeah, just get no, a little closer I, to the I, mic. I mean, good. that's that's just that was just the fun part. Um, yeah, but did you feel like as a young man that you had to fulfill uh, a great uh, a great responsibility to try to um, to be the man of the house because you were the, no, the first boy or until, the boy? Not until my dad or my step. Well, not until my mom got divorced and she got with a stepdad, had another baby, and then he got deported, and. Um, and I was just, and then my brother moved out of state, and it was just three girls. It was three three women. It was my little sister, my my mom, and my grandma. And I saw them under one roof on low income apartments, and that's when I really had to step up. And yeah, that's when I saw other guys trying to get into the picture, and that's when I was really angry. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. Angry, that's frustrated. one of the reasons why I have Abraham as my friend because he gives me insights of of how I may have potentially allowed my boys to feel because being a single mom, I was a single mom for a long time and raising two boys is not easy. I mean, I can teach them how to be well-behaved gentlemen 
and um, how to treat a woman and how to be gentle with them and how, you know, um, how to take care of themselves in case they don't find a woman who is capable of doing it. Um, I felt like I put a big load of responsibility with my oldest. I felt like I tried to control him a little too much to mold him to become the man that I felt that he needed to become. So I kind of relate with your mom, Mario, when it comes to putting a lot of pressure. And maybe it wasn't a good experience, but at the same time, it birthed something good. You know, so I felt like it still pushed you to become. Oh, no. Yeah, I think I think I think it did. I think I'm a better person now. I think I probably would have not strive to do more i just would have been like a a nine to five or not that there's anything wrong with that no. but i just would have just been okay with being mediocre or mm, just, just normal just, or just, just, just and do nothing for anyone other because, you know what i mean because, yeah because that's an escape right i was, I was like hey i'm, I'm moving on man. yeah let me do my thing so yep. for those who don't know i do i have an older son who just turned uh 19 on september 10th shout out to my my shout manny out. To my mammy. And then I have a 17-year-old daughter. And then I have a 13-year-old boy, um, my youngest. And so, for me, it was tough raising two boys, like, um, at an early age and being single. And I felt like I could totally understand. Shout out all the single moms out there, man. That's all I want to say right now. Mm -hmm. You You girls are freaking superheroes. Well... I would say shout, I would say shout out to all the single dads out there though too because yes I see you Mario I see you because there's a lot of amazing great single dads and honestly there's a lot of pressure there's a lot of pressure that I've seen and witnessed myself that women put on single dads and all they're trying to do is be good role models and father figures to their children for me I feel like when I when I split from my exes because I have more than one that because uh, I have two older kids by my by one guy and then I have a my younger baby by one guy and so i felt like our agreement was hey if we're gonna agree to separate then you take care of the kids when you have them and i'll take care of the kids when i have them don't come after me for child support and i won't come after you for child support because at the end of the day i knew where i was going in life and that's the agreement that we decided to make and i feel like as a woman if you decide to be single then then put up your put up your pants like wear your big girl pants start 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 stepping up start looking for a job that's going to provide for your necessities and the lifestyle that you lived when you were in a relationship versus now you leave him and now you want that child support so that you can maintain that life like that's not cool how, how is your kids involved in you think, that? You think, you think your kids are going to be happy that, that you got their dad on child support? And it's like, even if you're providing for your kids, like let's say, for example, you're buying J's, you're buying clothes, you're buying shoes for your kids. You're really just taking money away from the dad because you want your children to live a luxurious life. How is that teaching them anything? Mm-hmm. Shit. That's not teaching them anything. For me, one of the things I that I felt that. like as a parent, as a single mom, was if I'm going to teach my kids anything is I'm going to educate them. You don't need no money to educate your children. You don't need no, no money to to give them wisdom, to give them knowledge, to give them experience. So for me, I feel like I I wasn't that type of mom that that attacked the dad, and I felt like so I totally get like the single dads out there, and I so and let, I have your guys's back. Let's listen, just say we, that. so we have an expert here though, though she's being very quiet. I'm gonna put you on the spot. So you deal with behavioral in uh, issues with kids, right? Yes. Would you say that a relationship between a, a toxic relationship between a single and single father and mother? Does, how does that affect the children? I mean, do you ever see that? Like where even at like, cause you deal with like what? Five, five year olds. Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever get children that are just angry because their parents are divorced or like, what are the issues come from? Not, I know you can't really be specific, 
because you're kind of like, right, it's like a privacy thing. Yeah. yeah. But like, what can you say are some of the issues that are caused by, say, single parent homes? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I can share about is that um, there's this client I used to work with. He was a really young kid and um, he had a younger brother and uh, they're both being raised by a single mother. Yeah. And what I saw was that like the mom was just like tired all the time and she didn't really like want to participate in like engaging right. with the kid and a few times i kind of felt like i was just a babysitter more than a therapist mm. and yeah. um i just feel like what kind of uh, energy did you get from the kids as you were like interviewing them or spending time with them did you feel like they started feeling like neglected or or un- or uh, a fault to the, the division or the separation of the parents or I think just unmotivated, kind of like unmotivated with Motivation life. Motivation is a big even thing. Un- unmotivated with like life, just ha- even just, at the just age. Just have the toy and just like looking at it or something, maybe. Yeah, or just like not really, or not even not interested engaged. in a toy. We're not uh, interested in anybody. Yeah. And not really doing much. Yeah. I would say, okay, so for me as a kid, my parents ended up splitting up at an early age. My mom tra- had a point to prove to my dad, so we traveled. We moved a lot from Sacramento, you know, because my mom and dad decided to divorce and separate. So for me, when my mom, the day that my mom took uh, all of the girls, I can remember it vividly. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't have a good memory, but the memories that I do have are the ones that I don't mind sharing. But I remember being little and my mom comes and throws the luggages on the floor and tells us, Hey, like pack up or moving or moving. And I'm like, Oh, is, is my dad moving? Cause I'm a daddy's girl. Always have, always been, always will. Girls always gravitate to the dad. Not all girls. Most girls do. Um, And so when when my mom did that, I figured out my dad wasn't moving in. And no one explained to me, no one communicated with me that my mom was going to be moving in with her new boo, you know? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. A woman needs loving, too. A woman needs affection. But it's like, that's devastating to me. And so I felt like... As a child, I felt like we were living this fairy tale life to cater to my mom's vision or goal. And so then I started to become very resentful and I decided to um, take it out. A lot of kids take it out on themselves because they feel like they feel like they have to become two different people. Because even though my mom has left my dad and, and I got the experience myself, at the same time, I have to keep in mind that my kids' dads were and I weren't together. And so I was putting them through the same thing. And so for me, all I could do for my children was ex- explain to them the process. Like, listen, um, it's not your fault. What's going on between your dad and I is has nothing to do with you. I don't want you to feel like you have to become two different people. I don't want you to feel like when you go to your dad's house, you can put up this front. And when you come to my house, you put up this persona. You're going to be who you are when you come to my house. And you're going to be who you are when you come to your dad's house. And I made sure that I kept good communication with my exes, regardless of what they put me through, regardless of what I put them through, because I'm not I'm not innocent either. But regardless of our 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 pride and our, our ego, we put that to the side and make sure that our children mentally, spiritually, and physically, we're going to grow up powerful 
and strong. And I feel like communication is lacked a lot in homes that are being split up like that because the parents are too busy trying to prove to each other that, hey, you made the right decision. You made the wrong decision. Meanwhile, their children are suffering on the side. And that's not cool. That's our future generation right there. Those are the kids who are going to end up running to another jacked up relationship because that's what they witness. That's what they feel our relationship is supposed to be jacked up like that. Perfect relationships don't exist because I didn't come from a perfect relationship. But for me, I didn't want to raise my kids that way. I told my kids, hey, things didn't work out between your dad and I. That doesn't mean we don't love you. That doesn't mean we don't love each other. We're just not compatible. And I want to show I want to show you and I want to prove to you that good relationships do exist, that you will find the person that's meant to be for you or vice versa. So how so? Okay, so maybe for the people out there listening. Right. So think of it like this. The way you treat your kid's mom or your kid's father will also affect the way future partners in your life will see you. Because I know that if I treated my kid's mom like shit, women will go, Facts. wait a minute. Facts. Like, I don't want to have a child with this man. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, you. I can say that I've been around dads that I'm like, dude, the way you're treating your daughter or even moms, the way you're treating your son is how he's going to enter that next relationship. Right. You're teaching him to be with an abusive woman who controls him, who tells him what to do, because that's how you treat your son. It's like, I can't treat my boys like that. And I can't treat my daughters like that. I provided my kids with the best that I could. I taught my boys how to cook. I taught my daughter, um, like I gave her like the, the greatest things in life because the point of the matter at the end of the day is this is how I want your person, your future spouse to treat you. It's how I treat you. And if they can treat you better than I'm, than what, than what I'm treating you, then, then, then they deserve you. Yeah. Or no. I mean, no, yeah, I think, I mean, I think future experiences are, are a matter of opinion and perception. You know what I mean? I think whatever you go through in life will be the perception and the opinion that you're going to create, whether it's a healthy one or an unhealthy one. So I think, I, I mean, it's very, and that's why I was saying, like, I think it's important for men and women to kind of, to kind of realize that it's not about you. It's about what you're putting out there in mm -hmm. your kid's mind. And then in the end, that's what they're going to end up with. Like, if, like, like, like they say, like, this is not a, like in a weird way, but I like, like, we're our daughter's first love. Yes. Like, they will, how you treat them is kind of how they're they, going to expect, they're it. Gonna expect my, that. You know what I mean? My dad treated my mom, and I'm not saying he's a saint, but at least what he displayed in front of his five, in front of his six girls. My poor dad has six girls. He was trying to have a boy, but God bless yeah, him with I thought y'all just girls. didn't have any cable. That, too. They didn't have cable either. I mean, they, they was getting it down. Hey, you know what? I would get down like that, though, too. I would have, like, 10 kids or 11 kids. I wouldn't care. I love babies. But long story short, my dad was, like, the perfect role model to my mom. He never, ever once in my whole life that I remember living with them has ever called my mom a bitch, yeah. a hoe. He never called her. He didn't even say stupid or idiot. He just treated her with the utmost respect. Right. So for me to enter a relationship and a guy's like, ay, idiota, or mensa, or you're hella stupid. To me, it's like, wait a minute. If my daddy didn't even call me that. I ain't going to let no other guy call me that. I'm out. I don't care how long we've been talking. If You're not going to disrespect me like that. I know my value. I know my worth. And that's something that was instilled by your parents. So dads out there, moms out there. 
your life right now, your life in, in, in your children's life has a huge impact of what, what they're going to manifest in their future. So just be really extra cautious. Treat them the way that you want them to be treated so that they know what, what their worth and their value is. Because fathers yeah. teach their kids their their women, yeah. their daughters value and mothers treat their, their boys with value. Yeah. Super dope. I mean, yeah. what... What have you? So now that you're here in this space now, and and you're, you're you're this person now, you know, and where do you see going from now? Like, what are your say your end game? Like, what is your purpose in life right now? That you're after going through all the things that you went through, what would you consider your end game? Like, where where do you want to be at? My end game for me is to be the sister that I never had, to be the mom that I never had to be the brother I never had, to be the friend that I never had, to be the neighbor that I never had, to be the stranger that I never had. So what I didn't get in my life, I become, I manifest that in someone else's life. Like if, if I feel like I walk into a room and I, and I have a, a good knack, I have a good discernment. I can feel people's energy. I can feel people's hearts. That's a blessing. And, um, and I, and I don't take that I don't, I don't take that lightly. And it's something that I pray to help me help that person. So for me, at the end of the, at the end of the day, what I want to do is just help one person at a time. Rather it be through this podcast, rather it be through the gym, rather it just be me engaging in a conversation with the cashier. I want to make sure that if you have an encounter with me, I'm going to help make your life better in some way, shape or form. That's my goal. That's, that's my goal for every person that I meet is to help them feel good about themselves because we don't have enough people like that at all, especially with this world being the way that it is. It's a tough one out there. I mean, it's cold out there. Get your jacket on. It's hot out there. You know? Um, so how do you yourself measure success? Ooh, Bob Marley said it best. Ooh. Success isn't by riches or materialistic. Um, uh, materialis- materialism, success is valued by how much love you have, how okay. much support you have, how much, um, how much people, um, how many people you impact, that's success to me. That's riches to me is if I was able to help one person, then that's, that's a success to me is if I can, if I can help one person from committing suicide that day or, or help one person from feeling like they're not enough or helping one person, like they feel like they're, they're ugly or they're, or they're fat or their or their, their, um, their past, uh, their past wholeness made them feel like they're less than, or they're not enough enough no way bro like after everything i've been through in life and i've been through a lot and i haven't even shared a majority of it i'm gonna make sure at the end of the day you get back up you're gonna fall seven times but a righteous man gets back up eight and if i have to give you my hand to get you back up i'm gonna get you back up because everything that you go through in life rather it be catastrophic rather it be rather it be hurtful rather it be good is an experience to mold you who you are becoming to the everything that you're gonna go through is gonna make you the per person that you need to be to fulfill the purpose that you have in this life everybody has a purpose in this life everybody is needed and if we can get everyone to function at their full potential knowing their purpose then we'd be powerful people we wouldn't need the government we wouldn't need anything everybody heard it that's 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 on period that's on period period. let's 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 go around the table now abraham like how do you measure success oh yeah how do you measure success yeah get close Uh, to the mic though because we want to hear you so, Wait, so, let me just interrupt. First of all, Abraham's a barber. I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. And he sees so many, so many clients. And I'm like, bro, like up your prices, up your prices. You have so many clients now, like you're ready to up your price. And you know what Abraham said? 
He said, I just want to be a good person. I'm never going to raise my prices. I just want to be, have a good, good heart in the community and just help my community. He wants to be a mayor and he is going to become a mayor. Let me ask you, how much, how much do you charge? I charge, uh, so it was 20. Okay. Now I I sent her 25 bucks. Hey, big ballers, shot callers. Hey, there's people, there's people charging. Thirty right now, 50. forty. I know someone yeah. charging fifty right now. I got, I got, I got. You know, you, you know how I measure success. When I was twenty one, I thought success was like, oh, having big ass houses. Yeah, having big, big ass booty, cars. booty, 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 rocking everywhere. You know what I'm mm-hmm. And and just just like, oh, hopping onto a fucking a jet. That's what I thought was success was. Yeah. Nah, success to me nowadays. I'm twenty eight. I'm about to be thirty now in two years, and um. Success to me is is just abundance of what you're gonna do in your community. The impact, the impact. There you go. The impact, your impact. It's, it's, it's to me, it's, it's success is impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Impact in in like all right. I got a little kid that nineteen. I, you could you could tell when a little kid that's nineteen year old, nineteen years old. You could you could you could look at him. You could you could see him. It you could see it in his eyes. That he's looking up to something. He wants to answer. He don't know what yeah. he's looking for. He just shows up. He gets right. his haircut. He's there getting his haircut. He's looking up. He's he's looking for answers. Yeah, I mean, barbershops are very important. I think for the men, for menhood himself. Very therapeutic. Um, They're like counselors. Well, it's not only therapeutic because you also see a bunch of different men that come from different backgrounds, different point of views. Whether they're skewed or, or I positive. Mean, I mean, it's therapeutic always... from the person sitting in the chair. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to environment in a sense of manhood, I think it's one of the one of the manliest, most feminist things that you can do because you're taking care of yourself in a on the outside of things because that makes you feel good inside. And so when men think of that, you know, there's so many conversations that happen in barbershops that are not in the chair. I, and want, not on the I chair. want him to start a podcast through that because you know they're I mean? powerful. Because those conversations are very powerful because that young man leaves with something every time. You know what I'm saying? You, know, it, it, you already have a huge impact. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 extremely fun. Yeah. And I love it. And I love it because there's a young man in my chair and he already knows who I am in my neighborhood because I grew up there 25, mm-hmm. 28 years of my life. And he's probably looking Everybody, up to you. And uh, he sits in my chair. And you know what? I'm going to test him. Yeah. So I'm going to stay quiet. Yeah. I'm going to ask him what, you, what kind of haircut you want, this and that. I'm going to start doing my, my work. Until yeah. you say the first word. And you see what first word you get. Now, now you talking, boy. Yeah. Now you talking, boy. So and, you let and, them and, open and, up to you. Yeah. Now, do you feel now, like you're releasing any energy as you're allowing that? Do you oh, feel like man, you're like, no, come on, like open up, I, no. open up? No. Yeah, yeah, basically, yo. Yeah, yo, right. So yo. you're releasing energy into the atmosphere, like, open yeah, up yeah, yeah, to get yeah. them to open up, soften them up. I'm just quiet. I'm just quiet. I'm just quiet. And Abraham is such a respectful Cause, man. Because when I was a kid, hey, no one did that to me. Yeah. Exactly. When I would walk into a barbershop, it was just it was just the guy getting my money and that's it. So it's like, that's the impact that people have in this world. Whatever you didn't get, that's not an excuse for you not to become. Mm -hmm. So whatever you didn't get, that's, that means you become, you become it. You, that's, that's your, that's your footprint. That's your mark that you leave. Okay. So Kalia, how do you, how do you, how do you measure her rainbow earrings? Looking so cute. (laughs) Shout out to Forbidden Chips for making me cute. (laughs) Um, I measure success very similar to to everyone else here um, by you know 
how how many lives I've changed, um, especially with little ones, because I've worked with yeah. them. Yeah, that's at, important. At you know, at a young age, and and you know, every time those kids they either graduate from therapy or um, they just can't you know continue with therapy services. You know, the parents and the grandparents always cry to me, and they tell me like, "Oh my God, you know, you changed our our lives so much. You've changed his or her life so much. Like, I yeah. I don't know how to thank you." And like, how do you feel when you hear those words? It, that you made an impact in someone's success. not just not just one life but the mm-hmm. family's life. Mm-hmm. It it makes you feel like you're a good person. Yeah, right? it feels really good on the inside. It's hard to describe it, but I'm sure you guys all know yeah. how that feels. You feel like you're serving your purpose, mm-hmm. that you're doing good. I, for me, not to cut you off because I still want to hear you, but for me, when I hear those words, like at the gym or even through those podcasts, that's what fuels you through the day. When you get those negative thoughts that you're not enough, that you're not good enough, if you need a journal, if you need to take notes, remember the positive things that people say to you about you because that's who you are, not what you're telling yourself. Mm -hmm. It's what everybody else around you is telling you. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm passing it on back to you. Yeah, and um, I just wanted to share that, like, Snapchat is one of my outlets. So, you know, I kind of just share Ooh, how, how my daily routine goes. Like, like I, I wake up and my, I make the bed, you know, yeah. and I just go, hey, you know, just a friendly reminder that, you know, how you how your morning routine is, it sets oh, your oh, mood oh, for oh, the day. Oh, oh, you, you said you wake up, you make your bed? Yeah, she does. I do. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's such a, that's such a, like, a, a feeling of accomplishment. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. It, it, just, it just rubs off on your whole day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trickle-down effect, yeah? Yeah, it's yeah. important. Super dope, yeah. And then, and then, like, <laughs> I get responses back. You know, other other friends are saying, hey, thanks for, like, reminding me to make my bed. Like, after that, like, my mood shifted or, you know, I had a better yeah. day. And that just feels good knowing that wow. even though I might not know that person that well, I changed their life somehow. We're yeah. all, we're, we all have an impact in this yeah. room. On, yeah, we all have an p- impact out here in Sacramento. I feel like a, it should be a goal to just make sure that if, if, if we can't, if we can't change the world, let's just change the person that we encounter for the day, at Damn, least. Let's, you could have put it more just, perfect than that. Damn. <laughs> let's just start. That and if that person that you encounter yeah, is, if that person that you encounter is the one in the mirror, then start there. Like, mm-hmm. start there. And then once you encourage that person in the mirror, then when you walk through those doors, that's when you start pouring out. First person you meet, rather it be the neighbor, the person at the gas station, the per- your cashier at your your local co-op um, market or anywhere just just make sure you rub that off and even if you, you don't get it back in return it's all gravy though mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you're you're solid in who you are you walk in your truth you know who you are you remember the positive feedback that you're getting from every person that you're encountering mm-hmm. and some people will reject it because they're not ready and that's okay too but okay let's let's do this how do you how do you deal with rejection, Ruth? Rejection? Oh, I don't take it well. Damn. I mean, in front of them, I'm gonna say something, you know, obviously something good. I'll be like, you know what? Okay, so let's just say I was engaged before and this person ended up rejecting rejecting it. He was like, you know what? At the end of the day I decided that I don't want I don't wanna continue this engagement. To me that was so heartbreaking because I am so pure when it comes to my love. Like Anything that I pour my heart into, if it's a relationship, I'm going to give you my 100, like my 100. And if my 100 wasn't good enough for you, baby boy, that's all I had to offer you. I don't have anything else. I really don't. So to hear that rejection, it's like I wasn't enough for him. 
And so I, um, I ended up like crying. I went home. I, 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 t- I, I made sure that before I walked away from him, I was like, okay, I just want to clarify. I just want to make sure that we're clear that you don't want this. And I, I want this, but you don't want this and you're ready to walk away. And if they say yes, I don't have a choice. I have to force myself to walk away. I have to kill. I have from that second, I have to kill any emotion, any, any love that I have for you in order for me to move forward with my life. And I let them know, like, once you say that I'm moving forward with my emotion. So for me, for a person to try to come back, I'm like, bro, I just, I just castrated all the emotions. You can't do this to me. There's nothing there. No vitals. (laughs) You know, well, rejection is such a crazy thing, but it's, um, it can also help you to push harder. Like, I mean, at least for me, for business, it's been amazing because I'll take the rejection and then I'll push harder. Like, take the beer. So frame. you don't cry about it first? Nah, only, I uh, cry about it only when I got a Only when I got a really big crush. Up. With business, oh. women related, I'm like, man, why? I'm, so, I'm such a nice guy. No, even but, business relations, like, um, for me, I cry. Like, with, God. with business, it's kind of like, I've had, so I've had the idea about the We Are Sacramento thing. Right. And I approached so many people about it. But then finally it happened with the right place and, you know, got the beer. And it was like, hey, look, like, like, it's a real thing. Like, we're not hipsters. We're not we're not going for the popular thing. We're really trying to help the city or at least I am. So it's kind of this what it's all about, you know, and and so that kind of opened the door to so many other things. You know what I mean? So I learned that, like, dwelling on rejection can be a good thing if you learn from it. But if you're just going to dwell and become insecure, then there's other issues you need to take care of. You know, with women, I've learned to stay in my lane. Like, if it's a woman that I know for sure is going to be like, nah, motherfucker, not you, I kind of stay away. But you never know. Like, if you never try. But I'm I'm not the one to want to find out. I go like, well, I will go for this one because she laughed at my joke and she didn't. But that's weird. And I'll be the first one to say that, but just because a girl thinks you're funny doesn't mean that she wants to. But it opens a door mm-hmm. for because you just never know. Yeah. You know, because it, it opens a door for approachability. Yes. You know what I mean? If the girl, the woman doesn't look approachable, I'm just not gonna. You know what I mean? So that's what I meant by it. Not that so I mean like. Check yourself. Make right. sure you look approachable. Right. You know what I mean? Because even if you don't think I'm funny, you might still like me. That's true. <laughs> this is true. So there you go. Like so Abraham's coming in. Abraham's on. coming back in really, really quietly. Um, so how how do you deal with rejection? Oh, let oh, me finish. Rejection? Oh, yeah. Well, well, hold on. Like, yeah, let me finish something. like my business rejection. For me, I, I'm, I'm such I'm so sensitive. If I get rejected, I'm going to give myself uh, what 24 hours to just cry at home like. I, when I say my apartment is my sanctuary, my apartment is my sanctuary. I, I take a whole day to be depressed and cry and eat what I want to eat and drink what I want to drink and just give myself that moment to grieve. And then come next day, I'm like, I'm over it. I'm done. I'm listening to Megan Stallion. I'm a bad bitch. I know my value. I know my worth. I know how much money I got in the bank. I know who I am. And then I have to humble myself back down. Okay, calm down. Uh huh. Wait, I didn't. Wait, hold on. Let me ask. So let me ask Clea. How do you deal with rejection? Oh, Clea, that's a good question. I deal with it pretty well, actually, because I've learned that rejection is a favor for me. Like if. If I meant to have an opportunity for a job or to be with specific with someone specifically and they reject me, I'm just like, okay, that's fine. You know, they can't handle what I have to offer. Like next, next, 
next door. Right. Yeah. Am I, am you I don't not... give your chance a time to lament because there's been a couple of times where we met and I'm like, Kalia, where's your lashes? Where's your makeup? <laughs> Kalia, what's going on, Kalia? Where are you at? She's, She's to... like, I'm really going through everything. <laughs> so explain That's that so going funny. through process that, that helps you break through too. Because for me, like I said, I give myself a day to cry. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because when I'm like rejected like that, I'm okay with it. I'm accepting the fact that I'm being rejected because I want to walk away. But I feel like I have to kill that part of me away Mm -hmm. in order to move forward. So I give myself a day to just cry and listen to all the depressing music in the world. All the Daniel Caesar (laughs) and the her and all the sad music. I'm not going to lie. I do play a lot of Usher. Okay, there you go. There you go. Now you're opening up. I'm not going to lie. Usher has played a big role. Not even that burn. one. Not even that one. No, but it's gonna you don't got to call. It's okay, girl. You don't know hey. my name. <laughs> That's A.B. Okay, A.B., how you feel with rejection? What are different types of rejections? What are we talking about? What type of rejection? Any, Any rejection. Kind. Business rejection. Career relationship career. rejection. Like girl rejection? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll still try again. He really would, I'm, too. I, I, I'm the type of dude that, like... He's um, persistent. I, I, never I, I, say never. Hey, hey, no, no, seriously, seriously. Um, that, that's my attitude. My attitude is like, oh man, I ain't got to lose. Rejection? What's a rejection? I don't even know what the fuck the definition of rejection on. I know what the definition of rejection is, but I was about to Google it for you, read it to you. Google it, Google it, keep Google it, but keep talking. I want to hear what rejection about. actually means, though. To me, to me, rejection is like, oh, I gotta try again. So I, I saw it's, it's like two steps back. Uh, let me turn around. Let me try again. Yeah. That's rejection to me. Yeah, Abraham's very persistent. I don't you give can a go fuck. far. I don't you care. Know. I don't care. I don't care what people think. I don't, Is I don't, that like, like, all right, all right, all right, girl, you, you, you're beautiful. You're cool. I'm gonna try again. I'm gonna try again tomorrow. No. <laughs> or, 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 feel, or career-wise, career-wise. Do you feel shit, that hey, way? My potential is heavy. My potential is heavy. So I, hey, I'll apply tomorrow again. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, that's 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 what rejection if is. If you to me. know your value, if you know your worth, then you I have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. I do. It only one of these days something's gonna pop up. Yeah, that's how the I look at business. Time, the that's first time I was rejected, I was yeah. in denial. You can't, you can't just be sitting. I was in bed. denial. No, no, no. Listen, no the first time everybody, I was rejected. Yeah, yeah, no, no, okay. Well, the first time I was rejected. <laughs> the first time I was rejected in a job, a job opportunity. I was like, okay, God, it's not your will. It's cool, moving forward. But when I was rejected in a relationship, I was like, no way, he must be gay. There's just no way. There's I've been called. No way. I've, I've been gay. I've been There's gay. Just apparently. No way. What the you know, heck? You know what I started thinking, I was I've been gay. I guess. When I started thinking, I was like. Oh, it's probably my haircut. Yeah. <laughs> so I now, you haircut. know what's funny? My beard was out of alignment. <laughs> you know, nah, the left side of my beard was <laughs> higher than the right side. You know what's funny? Like, so there's, I've had girls call so me gay again. because I've been like, oh, no, nah, like, I'm not interested. Like, right, I, when you going to get that shit lined up, man? Come through. Hey, man, I'm out here, man. I do it by myself hey, sometimes. He, 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 he nah, comes, boy, can, he comes to the house. Slippers. All right, fool. All right, I'm going to hit you up. You got a card? For free. You got a card? Nah, man. No, don't go for yourself. For those of you who want to cut... For, the, for those of you who want to cut by right, Abraham, man. I'm going to make sure to include his information, his yeah. link, and also Kalia's nah, nah, too. Nah, you can't right now because it's COVID. Oh, yeah, don't. 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 Don't
mames, he's taking donations. He's taking donations with. Oh no, his, actually, you his, can open right yeah. now. You're no? you're able to be open right now. I believe. Santo, he's yeah. discreetly. <laughs> he's discreetly putting the finger to his lips like. Who just switches? Like here's what I was saying. Yeah, we were just kidding. You're not open. You're not open. But when he's ready to open, we're still gonna include his his IG account info. Right when he's open. So here's what I was saying. So like that has been true. Like. Women have called me gay at clubs because I'm like, oh, no, nah. like, and I'm, as I'm waiting for a girl because I'm meeting her there, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you gotta be, like, you gotta be gay. I'm like, no, like, I, I'm waiting for someone, like, I'm waiting. Mira, mamita. It's like, it's like, mira, man. Just, mira, mamita. You know? But you Hey, you know what's funny? So Ruthie does say, like, oh, just because you're funny, that means that. I will say, though, funny opens the doors for a lot Dude, of things. Dude, if I'm you're hilarious, that, that makes you 75% more attractive. I think, I think, I think it's charisma. I yeah, think it's personal. No, yeah. I, I say I say hilarious. If you're funny, that if you if you already are not an attractive guy, Boy, but that, if you can make me laugh, bro, that bumps you that, up to seventy five percent. I date for personalities and character. That, I don't date appearance. And if is it's that, seven and beyond, oh, Santo. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know for a fact. I rate myself. Videos? I rate myself like a like a. 3.97. What the heck? Nah, I like a 4.5. Abraham, you're at least a solid 4. But my Christmas... <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's higher than that. But I'll let you guys Hey, but my Christmas brings me back to a 6. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a good 5. I think I'm a good. I say I'm a good seven. I say I'm a because I have an amazing. I'll take it, huh? And because I have a sense of humor. You know what? That's if you actually get to know me. So for me, I've been in the dating world right now, or I've been dating different people, and someone said that I had an attitude. I was like, damn. You do you- got an attitude, though. Wow. It's not a bad attitude. You just got an attitude. But it's a, like it's a. Being outspoken is not. It's, people don't know how to take uh, people. It's, out. Okay. It's not an attitude, first it's of all, spoken. yeah. It's right. Not an first of all, first of all, I, it's not that I don't need changing. I know that there's areas in my life that I'm improving because I want to be the best version of myself. I want to be the best wife, the best um, mom, the best sister, the best friend. So I'm always gonna I'm always gonna strive to perfect myself. Okay, you but I don't point. feel. What do you say? What do you rate yourself? But I don't six seven. But okay. I don't feel that I need to change who I am for anybody. I feel like the right guy will know exactly how to treat me. Will know exactly when I'm actually being funny Kelly, Kelly. and when I'm being sarcastic. Wait, what you rate Kalia. yourself as, Kalia? Really bad. No. Okay. Say, when say, you rate say, yourself say, without say, makeup say. and with makeup. Say, I say, I say, I say, with I say, makeup, I'm a twelve. With makeup, I'm a twelve. Without makeup, I'm a I'm a two. I said a four point two. Yeah, right? I, I rate myself. A, I'm a solid five. And if I was my high school weight, oh, I'd be. You'll a seven. get there, bro. You'll get there. I'd be a You'll seven. You'll get there. And oh, when yeah. he, hey, when he, when he, when he gets there, back then they didn't want me. Now, huh? They all love me. Hey, when I get back to my soccer way, when I get back to my soccer. Away, Promise, bro. Hey. You'll get there. You'll get there. Oh, okay. And then I'll take your application. Yeah, 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 so. What do you rate yourself? How do I rate myself based on what? No, I don't know. What you just did, like your your whole assessment, your personality, your character, your sense of humor, your your Oh. Good credit. Girl, you are the table. At the same time? Uh-huh. Jinx. Jinx. What the hell? Jinx. I can tell she got good credit. 
She got good credit. <laughs> ah, she's like a seven. She got good credit. Help me get a house, Kalia. Help me get a house. <laughs> Is that because she Asian? You racist, bro. You racist. I know Asians that got Mario. horrible credit. She <laughs> just looks Kalia, what is okay. it? Okay. Let's what just is say it? if you got good credit, raise your hand. Nobody can see your hand raise. <laughs> all right. That's cool. We know who got good credit, though. That's all that matters. <laughs> we don't think Don't call yourself out, Abraham. Yeah, I give myself. What the hell? You know what that <laughs> You just said not what me. What you was about to tell us, what, she, what do you give okay, yourself? Okay, my bad. Oh, I was just going to say I'll rate myself an eight. There you go. Confident. Girl. Damn, girl. There we go. Damn, I didn't even Good take myself to this yet. Hey, she's not wearing heels. Why? No, you are wearing heels. Why are you in are you eight? What, what's your value? What's your worth that you want people to know? Because my girl is single, too. Everybody up in this room is single. <laughs> and I don't understand why. Well, I'm not looking, though. No, it's not about looking. Oh, okay. but, but him, we're but putting, I can't find I might him. change my mind tomorrow, though. <laughs> but we're putting it out there. You know, like, if someone feels like, hey, like... You know, like, uh, Kalia and I are equals. Like, we're in the same energy. We're in the same spirit. Like, I have a lot to offer her. And and even listening to the, this podcast, they're going to be able to determine that through everybody. Like, even Abraham. Some clients are going to be like, I got to invite him to my wedding next time because he booty tickled. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's on his phone right now. That's all right. He missed it. He'll catch you when he listens. All right, Kalia. So what makes you a solid eight? Let people know your worth and your value, why you rate yourself there. I rate myself pretty high because I am very passionate about personal development and mm-hmm. about self-love. And I honestly will say that you you only know what you want and what and you will only know what you can offer when you know who you are. Like your yeah. purpose, you, you know the things that you won't tolerate, you know how, uh, you, you're just an understanding person. Like for me, like if I meet like I'm dating and I meet this guy and like I like I just start with him a blank state like no matter how bad my past relationships were like he's another person with emotions and needs and he's got a story and he has a past and I'm just there to listen and you know try to understand him yeah. why he was brought why he behaves right. that way not and, even understand yeah. him yeah. but just hear him out I, I get that mm-hmm. like for me I don't feel like I judge the past I feel like if you get to, if you get a chance to take a look, <laughs> if you get a chance to look at my exes, you'll be surprised of what you see. It's like, I don't date appearance. I don't, if you have like a, a nice body, that's great. If you have a handsome face, that's amazing. If you're good in bed, that's even cool. But in reality, no, I'm serious. In reality, at the end of the day, can we vibe? Mm-hmm. Like, can we hold exactly. a conversation right. together? Can you support me? Do you yeah. know exactly what to say that will help motivate me to continue to pursue my goals and have my back like that's it that's i i, I, I read myself a, a 4.2 and a half oh, i'm glad you gave yourself that 4.287 yeah. 87.9 and, <laughs> and if she's drunk i'm a nine and she got them no, 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 i do i do i do it just just like i rate abraham i rate abraham an eight abraham is a great 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 i just do it i guy. just do it i, I rate myself a 4.2 whatever it, it just when it just are you gonna me. see your value mm-hmm. i just see it already no because you wouldn't rate yourself a four yeah. mijo 
Yeah. You wouldn't rate yourself a four. You would rate yourself an eight. Mm-hmm. You better start stepping up your game. He's an eight to me in my eyes because he's already he's already goal orientated. He's chasing after his I dreams. Care. I don't, he's I, a business I rate owner. A four because I don't care what people think. He's a business owner. He I has thought. a very good relationship with his mother, with his grandmother, and his we daughter. See, and to me, and to me, I feel I determine someone's character and someone's heart by how they treat their family. If I see that you treat your family with love and 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 your character shows me that you're a good person and how you treat other people then that's a plus to me i don't care if you look like shrek to me that's like damn what's up but then when i holler but then when i holler at the shreks they're like oh she's just playing games with me she's just running games i'm not running a game on you i really do like me? Damn. Damn. no 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 why you pointing at me no, for me, it's like I really do like you, though. I don't. I think at my age, I don't have time to play with nobody. Like, let's just be serious. Let's just be honest. I'm honest in every relationship I get into. I tell you 100 who I am. Okay, how important is it to be? Honest in all of their relationships. Hella important in every relationship. Everyone, everyone, your children, your family. One person. Who's the better players, man or woman? Yeah, I, think I think they're equal. No, women. Yeah. Women, women, women got it all day. They got DM. No, they're DMs equal. They're equal. Hell women, no. women have pussy power, like they say. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, guys have what women want. Yeah. So there, it wouldn't be no pussy power if there wasn't what women need, right? <laughs> Get so a think, woman mad. Get a woman mad. I think everybody just does. needs to figure out what they want and mm-hmm. quit playing games and just be honest up front. Yeah, like I said before, love, like boy. I said, like I said before, I've been in a in a situation where I met this guy at a restaurant and I was trying to figure out what he wanted. Like, what do you want? Like, I can't see us being together. If you just want to sleep with me for just one night, then just let that shit be known. Like, mm-hmm. you might get what you want. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, he told me what he wanted, and you know, like, hey. I mean, once upon a time, not long ago, you know, I, the girl was ho- a hoe too, but yeah. I don't regret We've all nothing. Been hoes exactly. You got to be a hoe in your life. Yeah. So for me, since I had that little tiny experience in my life, it's easy for me to accept someone who has a bad reputation. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's like, who am I? Like, we all have those hoe tendencies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. You got to be a hoe in your life once at once least. Once huh? at yeah. least. I mean, yeah. but if it's not for you, it's not for you. We're not yeah. promoting honeness. Yeah. We're not promoting I mean, honeness. look, man, potential is just knowledge that has not been applied. So, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, keep it funky, make good decisions, um, whether you're drunk or sober. Um, use protection. Yeah. You know, use protection. Yeah. Be, unless you're ready to have a baby. I mean, unless you're ready to get uh, unless you're ready to go to court. Let, you let know? me hold that baby. Let me hold you that know? baby. <laughs> let me borrow him for taxes. Right? You know what I'm saying? But I think it's important to just kind of be honest with no matter what. Yeah. And I've learned that. Be because, yourself. It's a, it's yeah. a esos pedos. Right. Burp, like. Fart if you have to fart. Be you. Dutch you oven all day. Let's go. Yeah. Dutch oven. Damn. It's at the blanket. Oh, like, girl, girl, that just means I love I always, you. I always encourage that. Like, fart, just be you. Year, I love you. Oh, uh, really? Okay, I can't oh, take that yeah. as a sign then. Farts are just personal. So if you have that, <laughs> you know, with your, with your significant other, I mean, I know I used to be with someone that we used to compare farts. Wow. <laughs> And sometimes yeah, she would wait, beat wait. me. Mario will bust out. Mario will bust out that application. Now mine came at the speed of one point two. Yo, we. Yeah, thermometer. Yeah, thermometer. 
Yo, I'm very open. I don't give two shits, two fucks. There but you go. It's just, you know, if you find things in a relationship that make you comfortable with each other, whether it be that, flatulence or not flatulence, <laughs> you know, just find those things, those commonalities that make you a oh, good yeah. fit. You know what yeah, I mean? Cause, you be know, yourself. Uh, that's hey, tell, that's hey, the tell, only hey, way tell, you're going to be able to Tell them my armpit hair is more longer than yours. Right. Dude, <laughs> yeah. not just longer. Dude, we, hey. don't, we don't even want to talk about long hairs. I have an <laughs> issue with long hairs. Tell her. Tell yeah. her. You know what I'm saying? Just to, it's like, put it up in a ponytail. Uh, okay. In you guys' opinion, though, now that we're sidetracked all the way, who what? deals with rejection better, men or women? Men. Men have a really good way of hiding it. You guys do not express emotions. You guys are poker face. Yeah. Women up front, they're talking shit to you through your phone. Yeah. You're like non, yeah. you will hear it nonstop what? and yeah. calls. Yeah. yeah. When, when a girl is really interested, I'm not the one though. And when they give you, I'm not the one. No, 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 no. For her, me, her, for me, when I get rejected, other friends, oh, Ruthie got rejected. No, no, no. For me, is when I, get, no, no, no. For me, when I get rejected, I don't let it be known at all. I, you know, I, I stay friends. I yeah. stay friends. My heart is broken. And at the end of the day, you don't even know how much I loved you. You don't even know how much I would have no, done for like, you. Just, man, but it's you. cool. But it's cool. You made your decision. You made your decision. Let's move on with our lives. Let's be friends. Let's be cool. It didn't oh, yeah, work out. About, what type of rejection are we talking about? That kind of All rejection. Of I'm, how, thinking, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking like like hanging out at the bar. I'm trying to get at that girl rejection. Yeah, that's true. And I just got rejected. So you're going to linger on that? Like that's how you Oh, no. Like no. I'm talking about like potentials. Potential oh, relationship. Yeah, you're I'm like. My dude's gonna fucking put you down there. That <laughs> oh my god, he ran. Why is he at your house? Yeah, why you hey, yeah, I just what? like that, Abraham. Why are you trying to cuddle over I just like that, Abraham. I'm like, you know. hey, I just want to oh, get to oh, know oh, you. So for the I, night. I asked an out, I asked an outsider, you know, that's not here, obviously. I asked, hey, uh-huh. how do you deal with, how do you deal with rejection? She goes, ha, I don't know. I don't get that often. Mostly wow. because I keep to myself. Yeah. So a lot of people. So I want to bring that up because a lot of people will do that where maybe they're afraid. Maybe they're not. Maybe they just don't want to deal with the situation, you know, because a lot of people can tend to be that way where like they're so afraid of someone rejecting them. I'm not saying that's them, but I'm saying some people just forfeit the entire thing. Mm hmm. To just not deal with it mm-hmm. because they might not even know how they're going to. And I think I was like that. And I use my humor as a maybe a buffer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's why I go like, hey, well, all else fails. Be funny. And then I'll open the door to whatever else. You know what I'm saying? So Does it help? Help what? Like recover? How yeah. do you process? Because, I mean, you can be funny at the moment. But once I'm Mario, tell you this gets, I Mario walks into his home and there's no one there. I haven't been rejected romantically a lot. Okay. Like, if a lot. Like, I have not. But when it comes to business, What's considered to be a rejection? Like, someone telling you they don't want to be in a relationship with you or someone not not providing you the affection that you like back? No, it could be that, too. Like, if you're in a relationship and they're, you know, you've been together for a while and it's not the same thing anymore that is also rejection that's harder for me to deal with yes then because and now i love you like you've invested but for me you know what i mean for me it's like this like i've had amazing guys in my life um who have made an impact and who who obviously i've made an impact in their lives and even though i feel like they rejected me at the moment i don't take it personal i just for me it's like you know what it's cool maybe it's not meant to be right now i don't hate you we could mm-hmm. still be friends mm-hmm. but my thing is it's like when you finally wake up and you realize that hey this actually was the person for me or this this would have worked out it'd be too late for me 
So I feel like as a guy, if you get the opportunity, Mario, take it. What? No, like, what? don't reject it. No, I'm rejecting if it's not good for me. If there's red flags, I'm not going for it. What are red flags to you? What? Red flags to me is like, so think of you, like, I have a lot of women that are my friends. Okay. Right? Same thing you have a lot right. of guys that are friends. If they can accept you as my friend, then we're not, we're not fucking No mames, way. You know what I'm saying? No mames. You know, it's just, it's just, that's how I, like, I've learned that, like, I, my last relationship three years ago, mm-hmm. we bought a house together. We, like, I was, we were settling down together. She had a kid. She had my, I had my kids. And we bought a house again and everything. Like that. And then, but she could not accept the fact that I showed any attention to my friendships. Not only female friendships, but male friendships. Like, I'll give you context. We'd have a barbecue at the house that we just bought. I'm barbecuing. I'm cooking. My guy friend is sitting there talking to me because we haven't seen each other in a month or so. So we're just chopping it up laughing. She's looking from across the yard talking to my boy's girl, but sees me having fun over there. She has a problem with it. So, given she had her issues, but so what when part, I. What part of Mexico is she from? No, she's not. She's actually from Guam. So. Uh, Toxica. That's sad. We're, that's we're sad. Not she was weird, fool. We're not she throwing weird, stones or anything. She's but, an amazing woman. I've met her and she's. No, 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 oh, no, okay. not, not her. Not this one, Santo. No, no, not my kid's mom. I would edit. never. I wouldn't. Crop, edit. I would have never even brought up my. Okay. I would never she's bring She's an amazing up. woman, too. She's, she does her thing. Like, I would never talk about she her. Um, but I, but someone that, you know, this ex girlfriend, this last ex girlfriend, she, you know, we. It, it was just she had her own things, her own de- her own demons, and that's just what it was. You know yeah. what I mean? So when I look at red flags, I go, if you're not confident, mm-hmm. in, then I can't fuck with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm patient. Let I'm me, a patient me, person. Let me though. ask some, something now. What are red flags for you, woman? Red flags for me? Okay. Oh. No, not even that. I'll, 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 I'm okay with that. Yeah, for me, you. it's not about sex. It's not about the size of the wow, boat at all. Because remember, sex it's is a byproduct. No, no, it's not even that. What's sex is a flag? byproduct. I'm trying to get to that. So the red flag for me is like if I'm on a date and, I, and I've been on like a date where this guy was like, um, he just snapped at me Ooh, and like treated him. me a certain way. I was like, oh, uh-uh. you gave me you can't you gave me like past trauma experience. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to hang out with you another day. I've already been with an abusive domestic. Mm -hmm. I've already been in an abusive domestic violence relationship. I don't need another. Even if it's verbal, I don't need another one. I'm out. Bye. Yeah. Or a guy that's insecure. Yeah. For me, it's like, if you're telling me you just want to be friends, then we can be friends. But then you get upset that I, that I'm going out or that I'm, um, or that I have guy friends. It's like, if I'm not telling you who to hang out with, if I'm not telling you where you're going, don't treat me that way. Yep. It's like, treat me the way you want to be treated. And especially if a guy is sitting here accusing me of having another person on the side, that's just exposing who you really are. That's another indicator. Yeah. Like that, you play a... Confidence. Confidence yeah. is a big thing. Yeah. So. Guys are intimidated by women yeah. with confidence. To them, some it's guys. like... Mm-hmm. Okay, some guys. So why would some guys find that intimidating if a woman knows what what she wants? I think it's the color, the the gender, um, how genders are structured. Is it the control? Yeah, you can't control this woman. Yeah, Yeah. and so they get upset because they want to control you. And then especially if the woman makes more money, that makes money. Period. You know what I mean? But I'm a firm believer of like, look, if if you want to have a relationship, a healthy relationship, you want to. No matter who makes the most money, 
have your joint account, and then have your separate accounts. Mm-hmm. The joint account is for your bills That's together. Sense, you know what I mean? And then have your separate accounts. I, hey, if I, I've never been, Trust me, it'll I, help. I've never been married, but I will never... For me, I'm getting that prenup. No lie. I know where I'm going in life. And if you want to be a part of my life, you ain't going to get lipo with my money. Boy, girl boy, you ain't going to get She went and got lipo with the money. Oh, my God. Okay, so what are your red flags, Um, Kind of like what Ruthie said, like insecurity. Like, I don't like guys who I'm talking to and, you know, they start kind of treating me like I'm a kid like hey like you shouldn't be wearing that you're showing too much or like you know you can't go hang out with your friends like okay. just someone that you doesn't don't, have you don't his want me to together. show these cheeks but you got at me when I was showing yeah, these cheeks exactly. yeah exactly yeah. yeah. I can see double standards yeah. for me you just, you just want to be here and, and like hey I'll text you I'm, I'm okay. gonna go over here Abraham tell me what red it. flags are for you because I feel like you need to move in with people to see them red flags <laughs> Abraham has to experience it before he even notices it's he a has to get hit in the face well, he does times. He, you literally have Stand in front of his face with a red flag. <laughs> Smoking signals and everything, bro. Hey, dude. I, so honestly, I don't even know my red flag. So my dad, my dad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it happens. Real talk. Real talk. Um, my dad. So I'm 28 now, and my dad two years ago was like, "Hey, when the." F- Ooh, that's a good song right there, man. All right, so we're, we we left off. We, we all had to take a break. Um, so uh, we were at you, Abraham. You were talking about your you being 28 and your dad, something. Or you were talking about, well, we were talking about red flags, right? Yeah, yeah. And you don't recognize your red flags. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't recognize my red flags. You got to move in with them to no, see no, them. No, 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 because... because- <laughs> That's what Ruthie said. So, you know what mom tells me when I do that? Without commercials. Harry, spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you move in with them and then you end up having to move no, back? No, look, look. So my dad, mm-hmm. he was like, hey, dude, when are you going to settle down? Settle oh, down. The pressure. The pressure. The pressure, bro. The pressure. The pressure. So I did. You were like 18. <laughs> I was, uh, this like four years ago. Yeah. And so I did. I got, I got a little house. Nice little tree in the front yard. It looked, it looked tough. Oh, so just like me, yeah. I just did it. I just, I just did it just because... Then, you were told then, to. And then, and then and then I FaceTime my dad, and I'm on a swing in the backyard, like, hey, look, my lady. Yeah. I did it, look. It's and not I, fair, but it's no, my lady. You know, you know I'm a doing? man now, Dad. Yeah. You, know, you know what I started doing? <laughs> yeah. I, I built a garden, bro. Oh, yeah. That's so therapeutic. Aww. Can I get some of them veggies? I did. No, dude. I, I, I planted, like, fucking five watermelons next to hella cucumbers and... Yeah. All types of shit. I was like, oh, this this is what growing up is. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. How you dig it, yeah. though? Yeah, how'd you feel about that, though? Did you feel like that was man-worthy? Uh, shit. I couldn't, I couldn't stand her. Okay, let me just... I could not stand her, dude. She's just in the law. I cannot stand her. All my friends know. Everybody in Westside know. Yeah. I'm not going to say no names. She Abraham is well-known in Sacramento. <laughs> So, if you if you from West Sac, which hopefully you'll tune in to listen to your barber, um, I try my best. I try my best. That shit was tough. That shit was tough. It is hard settling. I mean, um, I just what was the most difficult part? Is that she wasn't submissive, or she was very things changed up right when you move into what changes? I can't. I don't feel like anything changes for me. I can't. I can't do shit no more. Mexican girls. 
that are like Mexican cultures. Most like, Mexican girls. Mexican girls. Most. Mexican well, I girls. guess I'm not full blooded, so I can't really yeah. see. I that. mean, my gr- my ex wasn't Mexican, and she was like that. She was controlling. Yeah. Controlling I think Mexican. I think insecure now people. Here, now you gotta stay your ass here. Yeah. Not me. It's five forty-five. You said you were gonna be here. Not me. The only thing, the only thing I, the only thing I suggest is like let's schedule a day where you and I can actually be together. Because uh, believe it or not, I actually do want to cuddle. Believe it or not, I do, I do want to be under the blankets with you. I do want to like, you know, I do want you to be my thunder buddy. And for those of you you who don't know what a thunder buddy is, is (laughs) when there's lightning outside, you're the one I want to cuddle with under the blankets. That's true about these toxic relationships nowadays, right? Yeah. Yep. How toxic? Hey, that. What's toxic? What's considered to be toxic? We're going to extend this just a little further. The what? The comeback sex? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the crazy ones. Yeah, they provide a service. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. They provide a service. They provide a service. Yeah. Trust me, I've I've dealt with it. How do you overcome it, though? It's crazy. How do you though, overcome because... from that good, good feeling to that this is no good feeling at all? <laughs> I know, for real. I need a quick. Let me tell you. Let us, ladies, know. Let me tell you. So, my last ex girlfriend, my last ex girlfriend, the one that was crazy, you know, I mean, amazing sex. That's the one thing that I was. It was <laughs> like, holy shit, this is fire. Wild, this is why I stayed longer yeah. than I should have. But, but then when I went to regular, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me find you one with a little bit of issues and maybe it can but it's just it's just it's weird. It's so weird and I don't know. Maybe that's why I've been single for so long, because I just can't find not that sex is important, but like just good sex good with sex. your partner is important. Like mm-hmm. makeup sex, hey, You know what I mean? Yeah. Makeup sex is the best, man. <laughs> It can. It's just angry sex. I agree sex, with yeah. that. Yeah. Kalia, yeah. I know you agree with that, girl. We the same. We the same. We the same. <laughs> well, you're a Scorpio? Are you, are you a Scorpio? She's not a Scorpio. A Pisces? Hey, who are Pisces uh, compatible with? No, I asked you for a friend. No one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Anyways, uh, hey, no, no, real talk. When I say cancer, everybody's like, oh. Oh, you in your feelings oh. all the time. <laughs> that explains a I lot. That explains a lot. And Mario, what what are you? You can already guess, I think. Sagittarius? No. I'm the devil. I'm a Gemini. I don't know. Yeah. What's a Gemini? What's a Gemini? But, I don't even know what I am, a Gemini But I am is. a balanced Gemini. Uh, I make a great, apparently, according to this, I'm not, <laughs> I make a great sex partner because we're, we're all about having fun. Mm-hmm. But I think the people, that, what people get misconstrued is that they, they say, oh, the sign can get bored quickly. But it doesn't mean I'm, doesn't mean I'm bored of you. I'm just trying to find more interesting thing, interesting things to do with you, uh, not with ooh, other most people. Girls, most girls you, need you to hear did. that. You just did me a service, so yeah. now I need to learn how to be more creative. Then, really? yeah. I'm, boy, I'm a Scorpio, and it ain't even a sexing. It's just more of like, okay, we've been doing this for hell long. Like, what else can we do today? We've been going camping. Let's for try one fucking, day. Yeah, but it's not Let's even. Let's try a, the left leg. It's not even like. And a, in three years, we could do the right leg. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not even a sex thing. It's more of like, okay, we've been in this routine for a while. Can we do something else? I wish uh, my sign was like a like a sick ass dinosaur or something, but it's a fucking crab. <laughs> you get the crab. And you be in your feelings a lot. Like, you might be in your feelings right now. Give me something better than that, dude. Uh, Abraham like is a cool, though. Abraham is like the best. Hey, people think I'm two-faced because, oh, you two people are like, no, it's just I'm quiet and gregarious. Like, I have my quiet time. Mario can come off 
Sagittarius? No, Gemini. he's a Gemini. I can come a Gemini. The, no, the, the Gemini, twins. Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio. Wait, how do I come off? I'm I'm, I'm interested about you're that. You're very strong. You're very strong, and I would say you're very control. You're very you're very firm as to your beliefs. And I feel like if a woman needs to be with you, they need to realize that you like taking charge. You like being in the lead. And, um, like, not all the time. Well, not in bed, obviously. (laughs) But, I mean, I feel like that's a woman's, that's a woman's throne or a man's throne, depending on their, their, uh, zodiac sign. But for you, I feel like you need someone who would understand you, who would trust you, support you. Right. Who would support you. Believe in me, girl. Just know I'm leading you the right way. But I don't, but I don't have to be, I don't have to be in charge of the time. Because I'm not in charge of no, this right now. No, he's not very dominating. He's just very more like person. he knows what he wants and yeah. he knows where he's going. And you just yeah. have to learn to just appreciate his growth and where he's going and move forward. I mean, if you're not trying to do it in public with me a few times, we can't fuck with each other. <laughs> and with Abraham, and with Abraham, with Abraham, you have to be very sensitive. Yeah. He, deserves, whoa, 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 whoa. he deserves a lot of love, yeah. a lot of affection. He likes hey, uh, to be in baby. I'm like, slap me around a few hey, times. Uh, hey, hey, um, <laughs> now that we're rambling, you know what song that hella gravitated my mind today? Can I play? Um, can I play? The reason you can play it for less. Hold on, you can only play it for less than ten seconds. Oh, why? What is it? What song is that? That's I don't know. Old school song. That's old school Let's see the name. Five. You got two seconds. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There we go. Start again. Ruthie. Start again. No, you can only play it for yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have those kind of. What was it? You had it on the thing. Levin Kali. No, but it's, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a replay from somebody else. Oh, yeah. It's remake. A cover. Oh, okay. A cover. Sorry. Okay. Ruthie, we'll leave it up to you. Let's go. Okay. So let's just end since we're all single Pringles in Sacramento. Let's, <laughs> I'm going to take the opportunity starting from Kalia and working our way around the table. Kalia, what is your ideal man? If, 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 that, if the man out there is tuning in right now, is listening, what do you look for in a man? And Abraham, what do you look for in a girl? And Mario, what are you looking for in your path right now? So let's start with Kalia. And then we're going to end the, the episode. Okay. Cool. Even though this was supposed to be about me, but that's cool, though. <laughs> I share. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I am very attracted to confident and ambitious men. Yeah. Ambition and what? In anything in life? Yeah, anything in life. As long as they're passionate about something. And Do they have to be like five foot ten? They gotta be six foot. Damn! <laughs> Damn. How tall are you, mama? So shy. Yes. She's shy. like four, negative two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, so ambitious and confident. Yes. Okay, what about you, Abraham? What's your What's your ideal wife look like out there? She's gotta love mom. She's gotta love grandma. And she's gotta love la hermana también. It gotta be under. Uh, it gotta be three inches under five six because I'm five six. <laughs> so I ain't, gonna, I, I ain't gonna have her having heels on and taking pictures of me if she's taller than me. Oh, oh! You know. also said you like a lot of hair oh. because once they get in the water and that shit goes down, he's like, "What's <laughs> 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 Hey, you ever see that? It's the weave that? in the water. Clear, clear. You ever see that? He shared so many experiences with me. I love so, my bro. So, so, so like. There was a girl in Lake Tahoe that I was hanging out with, and um, she damn, you didn't have to get the details. Her hair was nice; it was beautiful. 
and she hopped in the lake, and that thing just like, I'm like, what the hell? Where did she go? <laughs> <laughs> it's swimming down the fucking street. Bring back the filter. Where's the filter? <laughs> you are oh, not what? the person I met. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? You don't. Know, hey, what is that? That like. What is that? Like, what are you was about? it a weave? You think it was a weave? No, it's just volume. That yeah. Nah, man, that water, aqua. water yeah. shrinks everything. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know. <laughs> trust me, women. Hey, trust me, women feel the same way, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so it, I mean, water. Yeah, okay, so cold water shrinks everything. Yeah. Okay. So, so in Abraham's case, make sure you don't get in the water. Or don't wet your hair, or you ain't the yeah. one. All right, all right, you my, ain't the one. My ideal woman is a. Uh, I don't know. Just be fucking loving and caring. Fucking just chill. You don't got to make a lot of money, but you can't work at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, you can't work at Taco Bell. You got you to... Gotta, I got I to make you push. So. Do you want Ambition. her to... Ambition. Nothing yeah. wrong with want, working at Taco Bell. Do you want her to be Ambition. involved in your business? Yeah. And yeah. that's another question that I want to ask. Like, it, does it bother you if a woman wants to now Hell involve no. themselves get, get, get in your, your business? Get your ass over there and go do your own thing. So no, like, this is my business. Stay away. I have, I have enough. What about you. you, Mario? Do you want her to be like a co-partner with you? I've had that, and it didn't work out. So just, it's best to go their separate ways yeah. when it comes to life, yeah. 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 and let yeah. you control, and you control, and the only place you can control is where you control. Okay, yeah. Mario, what do you? What's your ideal, ideal woman? What's, um, a, what's a Mrs. Lopez? As a, as a grown like? man now, being <laughs> that I'm 41 years old. Um, I I look for women that are not necessarily like you don't have to be mainstream like good looking. It, it's it's just good looking to me. I hate mainstream. It's just good looking to me, and then women that understand where I come from. Like I'm big on you don't have to agree what I about what I say or what I say. You just gotta understand where I come from because if you don't even want to understand where I come from, why are we even fucking with each other? Yeah. And then the other part too is like ambition. I don't care where you work. I just care that, like, okay, if you're going to work at, say, McDonald's, like, are you just trying to do the fries? Or are you trying to, like, own a franchise? Yeah. Like, what are you I'm trying to do? I'm just here for the benefits. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, for me, it's more like there's got to be a cost and effect to everything. Yeah. I've never been embarrassed about what people do for work or mm-hmm. what my partner does for work. I'm more of like, what are you trying to get out of it? Is there a purpose for are you, you are being you, there? Are you pursuing something? Right. Yeah. It's per- yeah, like pursuing something. Like I mean, our constitution says it. Hey, the hey, pursuit hey, of hey, pursuit of happiness is, is our God given right. Hey, hey, and flip the French fries. Flip yeah. The French like fries. flip them and then but, be the manager and then own your own yeah, franchise. Like yeah. do things with a purpose. Don't just do them to live or yeah. to survive. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's yeah. my biggest thing. And also women that I, I love women that are outspoken. But I don't like women that are disrespectful. There's you a difference. Like the ones que te dan yes. cachetadas? No. What about but, if they tell you, no me hablas así o te voy a dar una cachetada, Mario? That's like, no, te metas con mi cuco. Nah, it ain't that song. <laughs> Just so, so if a guy disrespects you in a way and you say, and you politely tell him, well, I guess it's not politely, but if you tell him, don't talk to me like that or I'm going to slap the shit out of you, is that wrong for a woman to say that? I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't even tell him that. If I was a girl, I'd be like, no, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't. I even, use my words. See, I wouldn't even <laughs> deal with a woman that threatens you physically because. But you're already talking shit to her. I, but I wouldn't even talk shit to her. That's the whole thing. Okay. Like I don't even yell at women. Well, it's not about yelling, but just saying the 
the words you shouldn't be saying because yeah, that's like gonna I, like push. Like I don't call in. women outside their name, like out their name, like I don't do that. You know what I mean? So I think I think we all we're all responsible for the for the energy we put out. So right. if I treat women in a certain way to where it's not required for them to tell me they're gonna slap me or call me names, then you shouldn't even be calling me. But that. if you did, then you deserve to be told right, that, right? Right, and, right, or you deserve right. the slap, which, which anyone, which anyone would in the, in a normal society, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, for me, that's what I'm saying. Like I think I I love a woman that's outspoken but not disrespectful because yeah. there's there's a way of, of of exercising your your opinions but there's a way to also not be disrespectful so i mean class is a big thing for me oh too. yeah number yeah. one number one. class have some class lady i mean i'm not the classiest but i'm clatching <laughs> so for me i would say he would have to be confident and he can't be insecure because mm-hmm. the things that i'm doing in life right now are going to require are going to require me to be surrounded by the opposite sex. You can't you can't be no and pussy. You can't be no. You can't. You can't. You just have to trust. And for me, Boy, my goal, honestly, things I got on right now. My goal, my goal at the end of the day is to make sure that he knows that he's my king. You know, like trust me if I walk out these doors or if you see me walking with another guy, just just know that. I'm that I'm that I'm loyal, that I'm faithful, and there's there's nothing there. I just want that trust. Mm-hmm. I want the trust. I want the and with the trust comes the loyalty and the faithfulness. Like that's pretty much about it. And let's just be equals. You do your thing, I'll do my thing. You grow wherever it is that you grow wherever you're building your kingdom and let me grow my kingdom wherever I'm growing. And when the time is right, let's just let's just combine our energies together and and make a, a very valuable, precious moment. Yeah. Dope. Thank you, Ruthie. Appreciate you. I'm still okay. there. I'm still Let, thinking about that moment right now. Ruthie in a nutshell. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ruthie in a nutshell. That's her. That's just a little bit of me. So I want to thank everybody for coming on to this podcast. Thank you for tuning in and hanging in this long. Um, if you didn't get a chance to pick up some modelos, make sure you do in order for you to get at our level. <laughs> um, thank you, Kalia, for coming through. What's thank your you. IG page? How can people find you if they need you some type of... You can find me under the username warrior.cdv. Okay, Abraham, how much are your cuts? Where can we find you if we want to cut or if we want some laughter or if a girl actually, like, let me holla at him. I'm five foot one. And my Instagram name is abst92 underscore in between the EST, I think. Okay, let's try that again. EST underscore. No, A B. A B. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna give him a little break, Mario. Uh, you can, can you can find me at Mario Lopez Photography on IG. Um, same thing with my Facebook, and then on my other account is We Are Sacramento Nine One Six, which is another so, podcast. Another podcast. That you should tune in and then to. you can also find me at Tomato Alley Collective. That's my, the store that we own here in the front of the studio. So that's how you can find me. And for me Support you, local. For me, you can holla at a, you can holla for a dollar. You just got to slide through my DM. Give me a little brief description of who you is and where you from. And I probably will screen in and just ignore it. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but you thank you. You don't want to say a dollar. Dollar's I know. Oh, man. Everybody's got, got a dollar. A dollar. Everybody's got hey, a dollar. That's how I started the game. Remember, with a dollar. Yeah. But thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I hope that you guys enjoyed yourself. I hope that you were able to reflect in some way, shape, or form. I hope that you end up leaving after listening to this podcast way better than before. And I hope you have an amazing day. And I can't wait till next Monday. I love you guys. Take care. See you, Sacramento. Dream of sunny skies and oh my. Dream of summertime and unwind. Glasses filled up by a bar.